ladies and gentlemen, the following contest. And now, make some noise because the time for talk is over. It's time to unleash the fury. I got me doing this podcast with two white guys. You can't even see Diego on the camera. Yeah, the sorry. other Mexican standing up the whole right. time. Yeah, you, you can't be off camera the whole time, man. Two white guys, two Hispanics walk into a podcast. So is this... Is this Coffee with cream? Was that was that what this is here? We got. So it looks like huh? we got some. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Man, we didn't even like segregate this. We're, like, we're off. To, all the whites are off to one side. This is Lulac. Yes. <laughs> on this side. On this side. I feel like Jim Crow like podcast. We're in, we're in Corpus Christi over here, and then the, on the border, right over Monterrey. here. <laughs> you can just say easy drive right over here to this side, man. So. uh Man, we got easy stuff to go over today. Uh, Wayne Leger, the best ring announcer on the Leger. Am, am I Leger? Did I go French? How did you like Leger last week? I uh, it, it threw me. I haven't used that one since like high school, and I was trying to impress <laughs> girls, man. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't notice it until Wayne comes back to the table. And he's like, "Man, I started doing the intro, and I heard it in my ear." And Raheel's like, "Let's take it over to Wayne Leger." <laughs> hey, I had never heard him say that before. Bougie. No, We're getting bougie. Yeah. It's funny. I never know if if Raheel is is like making a mistake or just being Raheel. Like because he he loves to have fun when he's doing stuff. He did it so serious. He did his dude. He's so say, serious. He can say some of the worst stuff so seriously that you're just like, well, all right, I guess. This I mean, is I what am considering changing the pronunciation of my name now. So that's it's actually not gonna be Leger. It's gonna be Leger forever. <laughs> Wayne Leger. We were talking about that natural when uh, earlier before we came in here and they were talking about Bauman's interview and they're like, man, how did Wayne and Michael Alexander have no facial expression? I said, I really don't think that they caught yeah, what he was saying. I was going to say, I mean, I, I, spoiler alert, I didn't hear it. Like, I heard everything he said. Like, yeah. he was talking about pulling all-nighters and uh, feeding hungry children. All, I heard everything he said. I heard about two outbreaks, but I just, in my head, I always... Talking about COVID or something. I didn't yeah. hear the word herpes. Yeah. If I'd heard the word herpes, everybody would have gotten the reaction from me that they wanted. I assure yeah. you. I, well, I Alexander like I robbed, was right. I, like I robbed though. the hungry yeah. children by not raising an eyebrow. I just I just thought he was just no selling it. Like I, I thought you were I thought you were no selling it. And then yeah, Michael Alexander was right in his face. I was really I honestly hoped he was gonna come back with like a Tell us more about the herpes. He just no is cool. He was no just cool follow. and calm. He's like, all right. So maybe, for maybe people, Brian Duvall was pulling him out like, hey, uh, wrap that one up. Let's get out of there. And for people who don't know what we're talking about, it's from, was that 61? 61, I think. 61, 61 in Edinburgh yeah, on May Edinburgh. 8th. Yeah, the Joel Bauman. Go and Google the Joel Bauman oh, post-fight interview. It's viral. It's, it's, it's everywhere. crazy viral now. Yeah, it's crazy Thank you, Jimmy viral. Kimmel, also. Jimmy Kimmel. Showing yeah. love. Yeah, I mean, it's on the Jimmy Kimmel show. It was, I think, ESPN played it at some point. Yeah. I mean, every, everyone played it. Um, and and props what, out. Do you, what do you think? Do you think, like, after the fact, he's saying he intended to do that? That was his plan going in. I don't believe that he intended to do that. <laughs> I think that he was just comfortable with it because 
Come on. That's People a mass not, Why don't we do that? Why don't so we all, I, to, to get before, the right? maximum exposure, why don't we all admit we have herpes? No. I think no. so. I, mean, I, I will never it's, it's a brilliant master plan, right? <laughs> You'll never I, will, admit. I will never admit <laughs> to something it's brilliant that Rich marketing. has and I do not. <laughs> he's like, he, he's like a walking, talking, fighting Joey Tribbiani from Friends. Yeah. You remember that, that episode so, of I don't Friends. know if you guys have ever listened to any of, like Joel has a podcast and does his own thing as well. Like he does his He's own a great dude, show. man. He's, a lot of cool stuff. He's into a lot of things. I really do think he planned it. I really? I, I really do. I think he planned it because Looking through his social media, I yes. don't discredit well, I don't know, it because though. he's at Wayne's he, he's a before, very he intelligent guy. Him, right? well, well, remember, I he's walked a, away. Yeah, I walked away because it it caught me so off guard. We're sitting down talking, and it's just so casual. He's sitting next to Eric, and I'm up one row above. And he turns to Eric, and he's something along the lines of, "Yeah, man, I, I had I herpes. Just got over I just herpes got over herpes, herpes outbreak." And that's all I heard because I got up and walked away. Like I was, you know, that has been, always been my modus operandi. If you have something, I'm going to go somewhere else because I don't need you that. You know who thing. I feel Rich for? didn't want his to re-outbreak. <laughs> you know who I feel for? The, the guy that he fought, that he brought in, like put his arm around and brought him in. Oh, like, yeah, Reese. Hey, y'all give this guy some love because, you know, he just fought a dude with herpes outbreak. Yeah. His wife was probably like, when you get home, Reese, you're taking a shower right now. <laughs> right now. Man, like it's... Hey, props out to being able just to admit that. Like to admit, hey, man, I got this thing. I guess... Tons of people deal with it. Um, I've been very lucky to yeah. be able, be able to skip by it in my life. If you, if you hear what he says, and like, it's herpes doesn't mean you have. It doesn't right. mean cold, cold, on your cold, herpes, cold and, sores. And, hey, to and, his right. credit, and I'll say this. Whenever uh, Eric and I were eating at the restaurant after the show, somebody came up and showed us the clip. And, you know, Eric had the reaction you would expect. And he's like. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean he's got genital herpes. That could be a right. cold sore on your and mouth. Then, boom. Yep. And the next day, that was his rebuttal was, yeah, I do have herpes, y'all. And it's right here. And then apparently yeah. there was backlash from the genital herpes community or something. I have no idea. But yeah. the dude's smart, man. Like, very, he, he really, very he really smart. does. I will say that. If you listen to his show, you know, he talks about doing NFTs and all these things that he's doing to try and like build his brand. And I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think he meant it. He owned it, you know, and there was some follow up. The UFC, I mean, He's one of the first guys. Fight Pass reached out to me. Yeah. Our good shout out to our guy Walker, man. Reached out to me. He's like, hey, how do I get a hold of this guy? We want to do more stuff with him. I'm like, oh, okay. Herpes man's on a roll. <laughs> so, like. And he's not the easiest guy to match. No. Yeah. People are afraid to fight him. Which is yeah. which is funny because he's easy on the side that you want him to be where right. no matter who we say, he says yes. Right. Yep. Doesn't matter who he says, he says yes. But on the other side, people, like we had guys thinking he was like a D1 world-class wrestler. Or he's he's this like crazy myth. In the, in the 185 division. And nobody nobody wants to fight him. Speaking of fighters, nobody wants to fight. Can we segue over to the Fury FC heavyweight division? Oh, man. When? And, and when we say we were doing this, he did post. He did. This is a can good, we? This is a he good did. post. Can we, can we go there he yet did. or would you some more Howlerhead whiskey? I mean, we're going to need a lot of Howlerhead whiskey. Yeah. Um, that is a super frustrating division. I'm referring yeah. to Juan Adams specifically, former you, Fury FC heavyweight champion. Yeah. And apparently nobody will fight Juan Adams. It's just hard. It's, it's, it's hard, right? Yeah, it's it's nobody of value right. will fight Juan Adams. I have guys who, who say that they will fight him right now. But the problem is the UFC doesn't want those guys. You know, right. our whole job, and I think people forget sometimes, is that Eric and I's job when it comes to building these cards is we are building talent for the UFC. That's it. That's all we are supposed to be doing is making talent to go to the UFC. So the guys who've said, yes, there's been sexual charges. There's been battery charges. There's been guys the UFC has said, we don't, yeah. want, we, we don't want that. Right. They're not prospects. 
You right. Know, yeah. No you got what. and you got guys with like seventy two and forty eight records. You know yeah. how, do I, how do I put that it on the show? It does nothing yeah. for them. And then you have. And then when you have that younger prospect who's like five and one, six and one, they don't want to take. You don't want to throw him in there with Juan Adams necessarily. Yeah, Juan's in a really hard situation. In the fact that I know we're not the only. Eric and I have openly said, "Hey, if you can find a fight somewhere else and someone will take it, we will let you go so you can go fight." We want him to be successful. Everybody here loves Juan. He came came up from Fury, fought on the amateur series. Dude's great. Again, the problem is the upside is. If you lose to Juan Adams, Juan Adams got cut from the UFC. You know, he ran into a rough patch there, got cut. So you've lost to a guy who, who got cut from the UFC. If you beat Juan Adams, that's a task in itself. Yeah. How many men can say that, that they've done that? Is, it, is you got four, three or four people have actually beat Juan Adams? Yeah. It is not an easy out. And even if you look at our champ, Austin Lane. Austin Lane, current Fury up, heavyweight champ. Yeah. Up until that fight finished. Juan was winning that fight up until that last round when he really, you know, ran out of energy. Props to Austin. Austin survived a barrage. He did. Right. You know, but Austin's kind of in the same boat, too. We don't have a lot of guys that want to fight Austin Lane. And he came out of contenders already. He's already already been to contenders once. He didn't win. And apparently, we don't want to run that one back. Austin doesn't want to defend against Juan Adams or... There's been a little talk about it. We haven't yeah. pushed for it so, that much. But. So okay. there's only been right. – remember, there's only one fight for Austin in between the last fight right. and and Juan. Even though right. Juan has won two. I think we won two or three right, right after. He, he won everything else after. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's at least two. Odoms, Odoms and uh, Eric Aaron, Lunsford. Yeah. yeah. No, Aaron Rosa. And right. Lunsford. So he's won three. So three, yeah. He's won three, he's, he's won so three he's, since yeah. that fight. No, he beat Lunsford ahead of Austin Lane. Before Austin Lane. Mm. All right. At, at minimum, we know two. At minimum, we know he's, he's won two since the right. title loss. Right. So Juan's won two. Uh, Austin's only had one fight since then. Yeah. Right. And that so, was that one was kind of a unfortunate stoppage. Yeah. It was. It was Eric yeah. Lunsford who who that was an exciting fight for the few. It was, minutes. It was going great, you know, up until his knee blew out. Oh, hell, hey, whiskey mm. refill. So when Woo. you look at when you look at the heavyweight division all across the nation, it's a risky division. It is. You've yeah. got yeah. you know. Look at um, here's a great example. Ricardo Evangelista uh-huh. is one of the top prospects on paper for the heavyweight division. He's got the looks. He's got the size. Obviously, world-class jiu-jitsu. He lost to Kimo, who was two and three coming yeah. out. You know, like, it's such a risk. One thing, one moment can change the fight to where all of a sudden you're a heavyweight and you're on your back. Right. You don't want that. You don't want another heavyweight on top of you sling, slinging bombs. So... It's a risky division. So if you're if you're a prospect, why would you fight Juan Adams? And the problem we run into is if you're not a prospect, we don't want you. No, if, I mean offense taken. I don't care. Yeah. Like we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't want people be offended who aren't or don't. Yeah, we we. I tell managers all the time. You know, that's in any division, not just the heavyweight. Yeah, it's a, it's in any yeah, division. So. It's just of really, course, in but I know I know that there's been uh, uh, you know Juan Adams has been you know uh, yeah, noticeably frustrated looking right. for a fight, right? And, right, as know. as he should be. Exactly. I, I just kind of wanted to touch on that because you know we we, we talk about that kind of behind the scenes and whatnot, but I wanted to bring it to the forefront because. You know, it's not like we don't want to match Juan Adams. It's right. Like there's, you know, the, but it, but you got to have a willing dance partner. Yeah, yeah. And, and one that makes sense. And one know, that like, makes sense and one that benefits, you know, both parties. Yeah, and I think people forget sometimes, too, like, you know, we don't we don't run off this unlimited budget to be yeah. able to that. We can fly everywhere. Eric Garcia everywhere. is a millionaire. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know or not. 
Eric Garcia is driving a 1987 Datsun 200 that he parked out 86. front of that, 86 that we have to 86. jump when he leaves here. Woo! We've got to, we've got to jump it. But the problem is to jump his, we got to push start mine to get over <laughs> to get over to jump his. So it's it's hard, man. You got this weird balance of of we've got to sell tickets, so we need some hometown guys, of course, yeah. And then so then you you can bring in a certain number of people. Now, albeit. When you look at some of our shows, uh, Eric dips into the pocketbooks a little bit deeper. Six twenty six New Orleans, that is a banger card, and yeah. that entire, almost the entire card, every card y'all put together is a banger. I mean, <laughs> well, it's it, it goes without saying, but but New Orleans is special, right? New Orleans is going to be crazy. Yeah, gonna New be Orleans is going to be crazy. We are so fun we're going to have the entire UFC executive team. Uh, from fight best, fight best team will be out there hanging out. Do with they us. know any heavyweights that'll fight Juan Adams? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, be great. Uh, but you know, again, a lot well, of the, it's going to be great to have them in the house in New Orleans for that banger card. Yeah. An- another thing for Juan too to remember, uh, heavyweights in general. Right now, what's on the Ultimate Fighter? So heavyweight season. Heavyweight season. That's why a lot of them are taken. Like, so a lot of those guys that are on the Ultimate Fighter, we reached uh, out to for Juan. Yeah. And. They, they had prior all, they commitments were, because exactly. they were going to be on a TV show and, yeah, we, and get signed without fighting one. We had, we had guys, was it January? Uh, I started telling you, yeah, it's like, oh, man, yeah. these heavyweights are already backing yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, I could see wanting maybe get another call-up to contenders um, or maybe a, light, a late-minute call-up from Mick. Um, but if we can find – I mean, it's not like we're not looking. Yeah, we're always not. looking. We're always looking for talent in general. So if we can find someone, we'll make it happen. Uh, up until that point, it's just – kind of goes with everything else man we're kind of just stuck in that in that pattern of of like well what makes sense and it, it, it's got to make sense overall for the promotion so with with that yeah so tell us the origin of fury how did it came about and what's next just some bullshit i heard about <laughs> uh, i saw i saw an ad in the back of the green sheet there you go it's like you know do you want to feel the fury call 832 <laughs> actually there was no fury before there was cage combat that's right yeah that's right. Cage it all, it all, combat well you came in at what cage combat show do you remember 17 if i'm not mistaken it was 17 so who ran one through six? Oh, I had Bart. You had Bart, right? I had Bart the Reverend. Oh yes, Bart. Yeah. yes, I remember. And I had yes. Colin Cantrell, I think, for four. Yeah, nice for four shows. But it started with amateur stuff, and then was that it. was in 2010. And then in 13, me and Jace Petrie got together and decided we wanted to do. They wanted to lose some money. We wanted to lose some money. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's give yeah, away let's, the house. Let's get. Let's put the. Let's put the tags up for the cars and everything. Anyway, yeah. So we got into that in 13 and. We did a few shows and Jace decided it wasn't really for him and we weren't making any money. So before we before we like uh, before we let Jace gracefully exit, there was a there was a, one of the most memorable nights for me <laughs> on the Cage Combat days. I remember that. You'll probably remember this. So there was a there was a skirmish backstage. That was a Fury card. Was it? A, was it, it was a Fury card? Jace was, Jace was here already, right? Yeah. 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 Obviously, Jace was here yes. already. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember his cage combat. It was like very early in my tenure with you yeah. where a, a, a fighter, I can't remember, Rashid Abdullah, Abdullah. Is that the name Rashid. I'm looking for? Yeah, Rashid. Rashid. Oh, that dude comes kind of problem. Beep that fighting. if we need to. Edit that out if we need to. But, he was fighting. He was but there, fighting there was. Morano. Alex Morano. Alex Morano. Is that? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And, and Morano obviously did what Morano does. Yeah. And afterwards, there, 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 was, there was some, uh, I guess. That was a different card. There was a disagreement. Oh, you're. 
Oh yeah, you're right. I forgot. We don't talk about different else. promotions. On <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So backstory. So backstory to the Alex Morano and Rashid Abdullah fight is they had fought on a Lou Savarese card at the Bayou City Event Center. Right. And Alex was beating his ass, and somehow he got. I think Alex I, guillotined him, I, or yeah, I think he was he in was, his guard. And he bit I, I, Alex I in the he, chest. I think he was twice. It, guillotined him because he was starting to clinch. I think he guillotined him, and that's when he bit him. And he had like that a, massive mark on his chest. And man. the referee said, if you're going to bite, you bite the ears. <laughs> don't, bite the <laughs> don't bite the chest. Yeah. No, anyway, Alex jumped up. He's like, man, he fucking bit me. Yeah. Did they end up DQing him or they let the fight happen? They suspended him. He, he DQ'd yeah. and suspended him. They suspended him, but then yeah. they released him and let him go back. And Alex, we had Alex matched on a card. His opponent pulled out. And Rashid was the only guy that was willing to step So up. we got to run it back. Right. And Alex Morano came out on top. But afterwards, like the story out of that event, like they got covered in the news and whatnot at the time, was uh, I guess Jace Petrie got sucker punched in the <laughs> back by yeah. Rashid Abdullah. Yeah. Uh, Over some contractual yeah, issues. Yeah, contractual issues. Yeah. Which Dude. was some bullshit, man. Like Jace is one of my best friends in – and he, he definitely didn't deserve that. Not at all. That's unprofessional. And, you know, the, the guy that we're talking about is kind of established as unprofessionalism. Right. Right. But I want to say it, he recently reached was, out to us. Too, he did. He tried did. to fight again. Really? Not, I mean, I didn't. I, I heard, I heard he his did. license was revoked and to be he never fight again. Look, yeah, to yeah. be fair, if you're going to punch Jace Petrie, you should do it from behind because he's going to beat your ass. Yeah. And that was exactly <laughs> how he did it. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what happened. He sucker punched Jace. Jace. Didn't see it he coming didn't or whatnot. That at all. No, no, of course no. not. Or else, you yeah, know, dot dot dot. Fill in yeah, the blanks. Right. You know, business would have been handled otherwise. Right. But uh, uh, so, it, uh, my my understanding was, it, it was over contractual stuff. I don't know if we want to dive into that or not at all. <laughs> I'd prefer not to. All right. All right. <laughs> I'd prefer not to. All right. Cool. Keep, keep contracts out of this. Morning. Anyways, after that though, I think we did a couple more shows together, and Jace I, just decided. I, I, know, I know just a little. I know just enough about that to be dangerous. I won't yeah. ask any more about that side of it. But, but yeah, like after that, we went to San Antonio and did a, a show. And I remember hanging out with uh, uh, Jace and AJ Hoffman, our you know good friend on commentary. And man, like. It just seemed like I, I got the vibe from Jace, you know, like that it wasn't for him. Wow. You know, he 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 told me some stuff confidentially that I'm not going to talk about on the air. Right. But you you obviously know. And he was like, man, I just don't know if I'm cut out for this promotion stuff because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, you know, and shortly thereafter, he, he was gone. That was around, you know, Fury. That was like in 2015, maybe? Or yeah. 14? It was I very early 14, on. Maybe very 14. On. So Fury he, 3 was my first one. So, so me and Jace were probably only together with this for a a year and a half, maybe, maybe two years, and yeah, he just he went. He ended up going back to school, got his engineering degree, and works for a great company. Oh, yeah, it, makes a lot of money. He's doing he's doing really yeah, he great. Really, he does really well now. D- does he want to sponsor a, a Fury <laughs> show or a podcast? Perhaps we hear you're doing really well, Jace Petrie. Yes, but like so, I mean, he just decided he was it wasn't for him. Yeah, which yeah. takes us like into all these other new promotions and stuff that are popping up, and you know. A lot of, we've see, I've seen them come and go. Oh, yeah. When I started, Mick was here with Legacy. Rich worked for Mick. Yeah, which was great. I mean, that was a well-established promotion. And Maybe. I uh, took fuck them. <laughs> I took a lot of well, fuck them now. Yeah, but I took a lot of I took a lot of notes coming up, and I would call Mick all the time, and he was very easily, yeah, man, do this or this is how I did this. This is how I. But did that's this. that's that's one of the differences too. Is is that during that time, like. You were very respectful of how, how you came to Mick. Right. You know, and, and you came from the point also of like, hey, I see what you're doing. 
right? I want to do So before this. I even did my first show, I reached out to him. Yeah. Like I didn't just say, okay, well, he's doing this in Houston and in Texas and I'm just going to go do it and he's not going to know shit about it. Let me just yeah. do I re- a show. I remember when, when your first show popped up because I think Sijin fought on the second show. Uh, and Colin Wright fought on your first show. He fought David Armas. He fought David Armas on that yeah. show. And at that time, I was still helping Colin Wright, um, not really manage him, but just kind of help direct him without having a manager. And uh, so I'd been working for Mick uh, since like '09 uh, there with Legacy. And I, Colin's like, "Hey, man, I got this offer to go fight for Cage something." Period. I don't know why or what it was at that time. And I was like, "What is that?" And there had been so many organizations that had popped right. up at that time. There's WCF, the Goldman guys. There was the the clowns in the woodlands, IMKF. Yeah, you know that shit. Like, oh, like <laughs> I, yeah. I went to one of those shows. Yeah, yeah. with yeah. like ten ring girls. Yeah, yeah, and the ring girls had ring like like outfit changes and shit. And so I didn't think anything of it. Like I thought I was like, oh, okay, whatever, man. Yeah, go go fight. So I didn't. Go, I went to the second one that Cassidian fought on that card. Um, and then I want to say I sporadically would, would go like here and there. I, I would go, uh, you, you know, were at every show, Ritz. Don't lie. Yeah. yeah. It was a long ass drive. <laughs> uh, so I, I would go every now and then to check it out, man. And, and then for a while, you know, like I didn't have guys fighting on it for a while. And Eric was just constantly cranking out shows, man, constantly cranking. Like, and, and it wasn't this massive number, but every show showed improvement. Every show showed improvement, man, and, and so it was. It was cool to think back to you know 2010, the first ones going on, and then you look at you know what Fury is now, and all that laid the groundwork for what yeah. for, for what we do now. Right, and I mean, keep in mind like those first three years were all amateur shows, and I was doing like maybe six to eight a year, but all in Houston. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so it was like every six weeks I was pumping one out, and Humble was a home right down the street at the yeah, Civic sure. Center, right? And we were just pumping them out. But I think like what really established us where we are now is building the relationships back then. Yeah, like not only was I promoting the fights, but I was fighting, and well, you, you I was fought, fighting for me. Yeah, you fought. You fought for us at Legacy. So I would go cross train, getting ready for my fights with a lot of the guys that were fighting on my cards. Yeah. So they looked at me like as one of them. I mean, one of my first interactions with Eric was actually taking pictures of him in a fight. As he was getting punched in the face, it was great. Like his mouth extended this way. Was I, awesome. I was hoping you're gonna like yeah. clarify, taking pictures of him. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, so keep like, in mind, I won that fight. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you fight? Keep in mind, I won that fight. I think it was Derek Lewis. I fought right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Because you had Derek Lewis, <laughs> Daniel Pineda, and Andrew Craig, like back to back to back, right? Back to back. Yeah, undefeated. His O didn't go. That's a hell of a record. His O didn't go. They're not outside in the parking lot. No. Not no. yet. Derek yet. Way, though. We, we are soliciting for guests. Yeah, so if any of y'all want to be a guest <laughs> on Unleash the Fury. You'll know you'll know it's Derek because you'll hear one of his cars pull up. Like, oh, shit. That's Derek trouble. Lewis. Yeah. That is Derek Lewis. He's here. I mean, you, you got an empty for cup revenge. over there. What's happening? It's, it's almost empty. But we, need have somebody? we need ice. That's what we really it. need. Believe it or not, Derek Lewis was my first commentator on my first pay-per-view stream i don't believe it superior i call bullshit championship. that was another promotion I, sec yeah i call bullshit how, did, how many know. promotions can you think of can you name from 2010 to now to now that are still here oh none <laughs> no none. The, the only one that, the only one Zero. that is still here um is fury that's it because you know legacy Became yeah, our LFA. became LFA with our got promoted. I guess right. you can say. Yeah, let's yeah, not man. let's not say that. Okay, let's not say that. They, they they didn't get promoted. 
Uh, so they became something different. Yes. Okay. And now, and now Evolved. they're, but they're not in Houston. No. They don't come to Houston. No. Are they so, Vegas based? Or are they? They're, yeah, they're kind of mixed around. So West like, Coast. Yeah. They're, I would say yeah. that they're West yeah. Coast based. Yes. Um, they, they do, drop they in. do hit a lot of states. They, yeah, they, they do, do hit a lot of states. Um, but you know, to be fair, that groundwork that they support and thrive off of was laid down by Mick. A lot yes. of those champions that they introduced, Holly, Holm, oh, man. and when you yeah. go, well, oh, when yeah, you go back and you look at the, days, when yeah. you look at the legacy, when you look at LFA's ring of champions, and then just cut out the people who who actually came there from LFA, it's a very small list. Yeah. But when you look at legacy, and you look at what legacy did, I mean, you've got Holly Holm, you've got Shevchenko, uh, you've got Derek Lewis, yeah. all those people Pineda. came through. Daniel Daniel Pineda. Yeah. Um, there was so many that came through. I, I can't even name everyone that came through, you know, like it, w- it was amazing how many people came through there. And so what it's LFA's almost, it's done a great like, job of, of expanding across the nation. Right. You got to give them their props. Man. Hey, great. They, yeah, they are a ta- They are producing talent. And obviously they sure. are one of the biggest talent producing companies on UFC fight pass. Right. You know, yeah. They're, I, they're doing a good job. I would say, you know, on fight pass, fight pass has, are uh, we putting them over? They're, they're no, we're not putting them over. What? <laughs> no. um, they've got. We're just being honest, you know. Being honest, yeah. Like, no, no, they do a great job. They do a great it's, job. It's great to have competition. I am no, a little biased. I'm a little biased. And I do that. think, I do think, if you look back since we've got on Fight Pass, and you look at our cards versus their cards, and the number of people we've put in versus what they've put in, there's not they're they're not ahead of us. Right. I would I, I would say that. So, and we've done it in a much shorter amount of time. When you consider, you know, being on Fight Pass now, because we've really been on Fight Pass for a year. Like we're a year. Yeah, our first show was in March of twenty one. Seems like forever. CJ Vergara and Jacob Silva. Jacob Silva. That was great. The greatest freaking fight fight of all time. Oh my god! Hands down. Like I can't. I cannot. I mean, we've had some great ones. Yes, but But, I mean, if you had to name one, one. the greatest. I mean, that was the first fight. Hey, and I'll tell you this. Lorman Dimitri Ivy last weekend. Yes. Are you shitting me? Yeah. Wow. Are you shitting me? Anthony Romero and JJ O'Connor. That was Woo! another good one. Yeah. Man, I actually showed. So at, at my gym, shout strong style martial arts. Uh, my gym, I, I I showed my fighters. Make sure you edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> strong shot. Uh, my guys I actually showed them that video uh, for white belts. This this is how you remain calm. Ah, uh, dude. Dimitri Ivy. Dimitri Ivy. Look. Eric, you know, how many times during that fight did I tap you on the shoulder? This, this is, is it. it. This is it. It's yes, over. This is it. This is it. This is and it. and yeah. Dimitri Ivy got out of, there. out of that rear naked yeah. choke. And you could see Johan Estevez. You could see his demeanor change. Like, how the hell did he do that? Like, oh well, my! I hit him with everything I had. I gave granted, him my best, and he got all, out of it. Estevez had what six fights? Yeah, yeah. Dimitri six fights. but also Dimitri's got a lot of experience. To be fair, Dimitri also had Lohan in some. Bad spots, and he yeah. did the exact same thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. for sure. Yes. Thing. Now, now, well, the end of round one, I mean, Loham was doing oh. the stanky leg. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> he needed Dimitri needed ten yeah. seconds yeah, or less, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that fight was about to be yeah. done. That bell rang, and he did recover in between rounds, and he came out and he either had Dimitri. And hey, how crazy is it? How crazy is it that the flashiest escape wasn't the most impressive to me? Like. When he got out of the armbar, yeah, that's just a hitchhiker escape, dude. He yeah. just and actually he had the cage to help his feet go up. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. wasn't as big a deal 
as that fully sunken rear naked, naked choke, yeah. and he it's... just calmly just okay. That, Some people have yeah. ice in their veins. That dude has nothing in his veins. Yeah, there is nothing, nothing that rattles that. Not, man. not even an iceberg. Um, and and that's a great example too of the risk reward that that we have for, for all of our fighters. You've got Dimitri, who's a more experienced vet, taking on Loham, who is this fast rising prospect. And he's got on paper everything you want, man. He stand he stands right. across him in, in the octagon, screaming him down, ready to go. Yeah. Excitement from the bell. And now he's got to go back to the drawing board a little bit. And they actually out. reached out yeah. to me already, and they want to get on the August twenty first San Antonio card. So I hey, know August twenty first will be in San Antonio. August twenty first San Antonio. Speaking of our schedule, yeah, a lot of a lot of dude. good fights coming up, man. Hey, so this weekend, six five, we've got a uh, Fury sixty four. Anthony Doe and Paris Moran. Uh, this very well could be you could be starting to look at a like title eliminator type of type of fight. Paris had come out of this fight at seven and one. This is Paris's first main event in his hometown. Keep it below the table. They don't sponsor the show. <laughs> I, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, Speaking of Paris, man, that coke, kid, man, like <laughs> that kid's such a draw. Yeah, like he he goes out there and really marks himself. He brings a huge crowd. I think it'd be great for you to kind of speak to that too for fighters who are listening. I, yeah, biggest how draw. In, how I was going to ask you about that. Yes. How important that is. And it's super important. Obviously, it's super important. You got to put asses in seats. That keeps us wanting to bring you back. Right. If you're a hometown guy, especially, if you're not selling tickets, it's going to be but really Eric, to... But Eric, I'm a great fighter. Yeah, well... That don't pay the bills, man. It does. It <laughs> does. My Instagram following who, is 10, who wants to pay to see you? Yeah. Who wants it. to pay to see you be a great that's fighter? It. And you can talk about who's a great fighter and all that all day long. And, and I've heard fighters say it, man. No, I'm not about selling tickets. I'm a good fighter. Da, da, da. Well, who will pay to see you? Yeah, you got to. If you're not tickets, putting man. asses in seats, then you're not as great of a fighter as you think you are. You know, I had a, I had a great conversation um, in San Antonio with uh, Zachariah Thorne um, and, and his group. And we, we talked about, like, how Thorne? do you... Yeah, Thorne. In San Antonio? Was that Colorado? Where were we? Thorne from Vegas. Colorado. Colorado, not Col- San Antonio. Look, man, it was back-to-back-to-back-to-back weeks. Hey, we road. Road. hey, it's been a long, hard so road, sir. He, um, you know, we talked about, like, fighters forget they're professional fighters and their brand is them. Right. And if you're not posting your workouts online, if you're not building a fan base and building a following... You're wasting your time. Nailed it. You're wasting your time. You need to be out there promoting your business, and your business is insert fighter. Yeah. So what happens when they they come at you? Well, my job is to fight. You're the promoter. Your job is to promote. Oh, because they they tell me that all the time. Oh yeah. How about I just don't put you on? Our job is to provide you opportunity. There you go. I think people forget. Listen, if you are trying to make all of your money and being a professional fighter on the regional level, especially on the regional level, it's not going to happen. And that's. that's what a lot of guys don't understand. Like no. when they come at us and they want to negotiate and they want all this money for a regional fight, I said, look, you're not looking at the big picture. No. Like I know you want to make money right now, but our job is to get you seen and get you to where the big money is. Right. And it'll come, but you got to listen to our plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there's – I can tell you for a fact there's no other promotion who has as much – I mean, we have Mick almost at every show. What, now, now he's not there working. Right. He's enjoying himself being yeah. Mick. Yeah. You know? But, <laughs> but, but like, where else can you go and fight in the hometown of of one of the UFC matchmakers and be seen? Be yeah. seen. And be so seen. if you're smart, if you're a flyweight, a middleweight, a light heavyweight, and a heavyweight, featherweight. Our featherweight division is stacked. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I mean, those divisions that Mick follows should be the ones that you're like, man, I got to get on a Fury card. There's a chance Mick's going to be there. Talking about our guy, Mick, how does he feel about wrestlers? <laughs> oh, dude, he probably is, well. He, strictly wrestlers. <laughs> strictly wrestlers. How do I feel about wrestlers? Dude? Yeah, I, was, I know. I know. I was, I was trying to let you pawn it off on somebody else, though. But yeah, hey, r- wrestling is great. You've, you've got to have it in the arsenal. But like those guys that like to wrestle, fucking take it to the ground. Dude, and I was so frustrated with drag it San out. San Antonio. There were a lot of those like in if, San Antonio. If, if you're gonna make people, if somebody logs on to UFC Fight Pass and they're watching the Fury card, and that's the all the only shit they're seeing. And that makes them want to switch channels or something, dude. That's bad. It for doesn't us. help. I tell you, this, it doesn't them. help theirs if, either. If you want to be a wrestler, I'm giving you an amateur look at. Go look at Christian Damon's last fight. Not only did he pick him up, yeah. run him across the cage, yes, slam him. He, he was he exciting. Had German yeah. back-to-back suplex, throwing yeah. him, throwing him over. You've right. got look at a guy like 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 Cody Steele. Cody Steele. He's going to pick Steele. you up and double leg you across the entire thing. Right. Now, where, where Mick doesn't like wrestlers, he doesn't like leg humpers who just grab that, that leg and just hang on to it. Right. If you're a wrestler who either finishes people quickly on the ground, finds a submission, or has highlights where you're picking people up, slamming them down, and breaking them. Yeah, he likes that. Everybody likes that. Yeah. But, but it's, I'm glad it's, you clarified that. Yeah, there, there's a big difference in being a wrestler who grabs onto a single leg or just lays against the fence, right. hoping to find something to grind out time. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Right? No, I, I mean, I can Drag it out and stay on top until the bell rings. I have down yeah. from Somebody that's trying to survive, and that's it. Yeah, yeah that's it. You know? that's We're it. looking for guys that want to finish fights, man. They're trying to finish fights. They, they're on the feet. They're striking, defending takedowns, going for takedowns. But just you saw me. You were sitting right next oh, to me in man. San Antonio Wait, for some of those fights. That's not like, the first yeah, time, man. We, we've done this for a long time. And, and those guys that like to drag it to the mat and just stay there and stay on top at yeah. any cost. And you're not advancing your position. You're not doing any damage. You're just staying on top. That's so boring to watch. And n- nobody's going to pay to see that. Uh, not, not, not Mick. Not Dana. Not Eric Garcia. No. Hey, before before we get like too far into the minutia of like what guys want to see and what they want to do, I, I want this is our first show. I want people to learn a little bit more about like the group that 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 we have, uh, that that core main group of people who are who are running these shows. So you know, Wayne, you told us you started at Fury at three Cage Combat Fury? Seven. Okay, Cage Cage Combat Seventeen is where then? I started. <laughs> I missed I missed the the, the, the shit. Right <laughs> it, it was a it was a King Bow moment. Like, what? I didn't hear that. What? Yeah. He just he just no so me. It's all right. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to. No, uh, I started uh, Cage Combat Seventeen. I, I don't want to bore everybody with all of that. But man, uh, you know, I started uh, uh, announcing uh, pro wrestling. I'll, I'll, I'll go I'll go back a little bit. Like, how did Eric Garcia find me? Right. You know, uh, I used to do ring announcing for Texas All-Star Wrestling. Yeah. Independent-based professional wrestling organization. Been around since 1994. Great organization. Home of one of my favorite old-school wrestlers, Wichita Willie. Wichita (laughs) Willie came to Klein High School in 1991. I remember Wichita Willie. God rest his soul. Diego, I'm not going to bang on the table. But, (laughs) hey, man, God, God rest his soul. Wichita Willie, one of my favorites, too. Uh, but uh, uh, I used to do those shows for Texas All-Star Wrestling, and uh, Eric's brother used to come to the shows, and he'd bring his son, and you know, through through them coming to the shows regularly, we kind of developed this this you know, relationship, and you made out. It, it right. seems like it seems like we yeah we, yeah I mean you know we went we went backstage and I found Eric because he's the prettiest one. You yeah, know? I mean your brother's cute, but I kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, we uh, we did a show 
it was like a kind of it was a private event. They put on a birthday party for your nephew, I believe. And that was like, you know, my first exposure, your your dad came up to me and he's like, hey, you know, we, we do these MMA events also. We host them at the Humble Civic Center. Well, we've got a guy that does the announcing now. I'm like, okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> cool story, bro. But, he's like, but no, but, uh, you know, I mean, maybe somewhere down the line, you know, maybe, you know, we, we could, you know, work together or whatever. And I kind of, you know. Took it with a grain of salt because you hear stuff like that all the time. Right. And it's like, okay, yeah, that, that would be great. And if you know, fast forward a few years, and uh, uh, Scobie Gober, the king of humble, gave me a call, and he's like, hey man, you know, these people, been, they said they've been, you know, reaching out, they're trying to find you, da da da, uh, 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 cage combat or whatever, and uh, whatever the, bullshit it was called, yeah, and whatever the <laughs> fuck they were called. No, but uh, they're 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 trying to reach out to you. And they want to get a hold of you. I don't know how long y'all were trying to get a hold of me, but you know, apparently it had been a minute. And I, I anyway, I don't go all off into it that. Was, it was that morning. Yeah, it <laughs> probably was right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, you know. <laughs> It was an email that bounced back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all it was. You so, mess this, so you messed this train of thought up. Yeah, but boom, you know, and you know, next thing I know, you know, we're doing a, a cage, a cage combat seventeen. I cage believe. combat seventeen. And was we brought year? out we the, you had a guy out there. It was a UFC guy, and and, and I remember like Bubba we, McDaniel. We brought maybe? him. In, and may, maybe that might be his yeah, name. I, I have to go back McDaniel, and look at the picture. Yes. But you was that we, in sixteen? That was two thousand fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen was my first. It was like December of fourteen. Yes, and this was this was November of 2014 was uh Cage Combat 17. So we we brought him out and he talked to everybody and like you gave a big speech about, you know, I know it's amateur and everybody thinks amateur is this or that, whatever, but you know, th this is where you, you make your mistakes, this is where you learn, and you know, the, uh, don't don't be afraid to take fights. This is where you take chances, everything. Anyhow, I saw that. Yeah, yeah Cage Combat 17, you know, then and then uh, I didn't know what was next, you know, with you guys. I felt like I knocked it out of the park. I got a lot of positive feedback from everybody. And, and, and But I didn't know what was next. And you gave me good feedback, but you had a partner who we spoke about earlier, Jace Petrie. Couldn't just make the decision, you know, unilaterally. You had to talk to your partner and everything. So I didn't know if I was going to be the guy or, or not. But anyhow, you know, uh, uh, the next event I did for you was Fury 3 in San Antonio. And, you know. Rest, as they say, well, is history. history. So, so when you're not being the best dressed men in the room, what do you what do you do for like a day job? Everyone's got a day job here. We're not who just... gives a <laughs> shit about day jobs. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about a day. Okay, so uh, uh, nuts and bolts. I hate I hate talking about work work. I'll talk about fury all day because you know I I love a, this. A quick overview. Yeah, quick, of quick, course. Quick. I, I'm a business owner. <laughs> porn star, yeah, that's porn it. Star. Porn star. I'm sorry, Anita. I'm sorry. I'm a porn star. He goes by wider than longer at IG. Wider <laughs> than longer. He's because it's all about the girth. Hashtag that, motherfuckers. No, no, no. Uh, He's a grower. Not a boom, yeah. Boom. Sorry, Diego. But no, uh, I'm a business owner, oil and gas related, okay. and and that pays the bills well enough. And, and you know, I I, no I sponsor. Yeah, yeah. You guys gonna sponsor? Or what? <laughs> of course. Hey, yeah. hey. Let, let's talk. Let's talk. I'm allowed. I, I might have a ring card girl opening. If you yeah. want to <laughs> Does she wear deodorant? Does she oh. wear deodorant? <laughs> Diego, Artemis. Oh. Hey, all right, Diego. So, so I know you you work a lot behind the scenes, man. So a lot of people actually don't get to see no, your your okay, shining your shining face. Uh, but kind of give us a quick overview, of, like what you do here for Fury, and then you know what you do during the day, man. Uh, I do a little bit of the video, green screen stuff, uh, graphics. Uh, uh, did a, 
streaming pr- producing as well. You know Porn what I'm saying? Porn star. Yeah. Um, but my full time job is a police officer. I work for the stripper police officer. Or police or officer. Police oh officer. yeah, it's, bachelorette it's parties. Both. It's a little bit of both here and there. <laughs> so been doing a- how many cakes have you popped out of, Diego? <laughs> Say thirteen. How so? How, how long have you been a police officer? Sixteen years. That's awesome, man. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Um, a lot of people don't that, don't really know too is, is that Diego is kind of like our jack of all trades. He does. Every, uh, he does we'll be at we'll, we'll be at some events, and previously, like we might have had an announcer, we might not have a, a commentator, <laughs> and you'll see Diego running around <laughs> doing cameras, grabbing a headset, talking. about oh, He's going for the armbar Submission, here. Yeah. <laughs> bro. Yeah. Yep. It's 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 cool. It's it's he cool. He was the MC for weigh-ins in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, I messed up a lot of names. Don't make you oh, win. Oh, man. Wait, you, how long yeah, if, it I, if I messed up your name in Edinburgh, I blame Diego. I watched the weigh-in video. Listen, you can't mess them up worse than Christy did. We let <laughs> we let Christy do them in Dallas. And <laughs> Divine? Div- you mean Devin? Yeah, Devin? Divine? Divine. <laughs> Shout out to Christy. Shout but out to I, I met you when. Uh, do you remember what show it was? Because <laughs> you, you, str- you streamed... For us, when true. we were back in on yeah. Fight TV, that's what I heard at first. Yes. Too, then I yes. put it together. So throwback before fight, UFC Fight Pass, we well, did Fight I, TV for originally. A while. Uh, well, I was we did with, Flow Combat first. Yes, yes. Flow Combat. We were I was Flow with, Combat yeah. first, and then we went to Fight TV. I was with uh, TXMMA right. with Mike. Okay, he introduced me into the cage and was doing videos. He wanted me to do photos, but I was still, you know. I think I met you through Hosanna, right? Or no? No, no. no? It was with Mike. Okay. It was Mike, and then. Uh, I was chasing you down. Hey, let's do streaming. Let's do streaming. Let's nah, nah, nah. nah. Well, I was like, nah, man. Oh, let's yeah. take away from our ticket That's sales. Right. That's right. I'll, I'll, see, I'll, I'll That's give you credit where it's due, Diego. Sales. See, Diego approached me a few months back about doing this podcast, and I was like, yeah, let me get my shit right. You know, uh, let's get a guest list. Let's 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 develop a game plan. <laughs> and Diego's very persistent. He's very impatient. He went straight to you because <laughs> I wasn't responding fast enough. He's like. Hey man, let's just, so San Antonio. You're like, hey man, we should do a podcast. Like, oh, I love my boy Diego. Diego's like, all right, I'm gonna go around. You ain't responding yeah. fast enough. We're gonna do this. So I'll give props where it's due, sir. You make good things happen really quick. It was supposed to be unleash the fury. Unleashed the fury. Yeah. fury unleashed. Yeah, it can't, it can't be unleashed the fury. It's fury unleashed. Yeah. So it's been how many years? This. I say what was it after Wayne? You came in after Wayne, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, came before in Wayne. Before. Oh, clarify that before. No, he came in after. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, before I was Wayne. here first. Oh, okay. No, 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 I remember. <laughs> I remember um, that the referee. He was announcing first. I forgot that his name. That doesn't narrow this down at all. Wow. You, it was you, the you referee. Hold on, he said the Bart referee that was the announcer. Yes, Bart, Bart. Bart was the announcer. Yes, yes. The referee. Okay. Bart wasn't a referee. Yes, he was. Wasn't he? Bart. No, he just wore the shirt. Bart, <laughs> the referee. He didn't wear a referee shirt. Bart, Bart, the referee who wasn't a referee. Hey, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Bart, man. Bart, yeah, Bart's not. Bart, Bart's man. in like Idaho now. Like, go back to Bart and his days with Renegades, dude, man. So I had I had Colin Cantrell. So Who's Colin, that? <laughs> I Colin Cantrell. I kid, Colin. I love you. We had Colin, then we had Bart, and then we have Wayne, and always will have Wayne. Yeah, it's like almost until the day he dies. We're almost moving until forward. I'm dead. Yeah. Until he's dead. Until Wayne's dead. <laughs> until Wayne's dead. <laughs> dead. I got jokes, but I haven't had enough Howlerhead whiskey. Wayne Leger. Wayne Leger. <laughs> Come on. Found dead in Paris, Francais. Hey, so uh, so this weekend, guys, we got Fury FC sixty four going down. Uh, Anthony Doe, Paris Moran. Um, 
This is going to be an awesome fight, man. Anthony Doe, he's fought in one. You know, he's fought all, all over the world, eight and four, taking on Paris Moran. And this, we had to get him released from his one contract to how come. How crazy is that? To come to us. Wow. So, that's a that's a big get. Yeah. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean obviously yeah, that's those a guys big pay get. those it, guys pay well. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's so why I mean they're to, they're a more prominent organization, you know, right. credit where it's due. That's a big get that you were able to get him released from his contract. Well, his manager got his management team. Yeah, from, shout out. Yeah, they got him. Uh, yeah, when you say under contract, we just go yeah, we yeah we yeah, yeah. Well, like I organizations I would. Like, yeah, so we don't reach out to the would. other organizations to. Yeah, ask we're not trying to poach talent yeah. at all. That's yeah, why I say whenever you did. got him, you know, I mean, hey, also team, in the car we've got uh, John Giannis taking on Cameron Smotherman. Banger, dude. Cameron Smotherman. That's my dude right there. I love that kid. You know what I? You know I want to see from Cam this fight. I would like to see him not get in trouble and have to come back and finish. That dude, yeah. that dude gets He's in trouble. The king, and of I don't know. Back. He just comes back and just starches people. It's like he gets angry. How dare Man, you? He's hit got me. a gas tank like you wouldn't believe. Un- unreal. He will throw a hundred punches trying to take your head off. And man. he looks like he's twelve. Yeah, that's so, so, great for him. Super, uh, hey, super amazing. What they kid, say? Man. Black don't. Crack. Black don't. It is crack. what they say. Black man. Crack. So I can't remember. It, it was around. That CJ Vergara Anthony Silva fight. It might have been on the same card where Anthony, Anthony Silva never fought. I mean, Jacob Silva. <laughs> Jacob <laughs> Silva. Give me the give me the holler. God God damn it. Already here. Cut off. Cut off. So CJ fought Jacob. And I think Cam was on that card. And he had turned in his music. He had turned in all his stuff. And you know, I've I've got to collect, you know, what I need to do what I do. And he, he sent me some some stuff and he's like, I'm super fly. <laughs> the baby face super killer. Fly. No, I was like, no, dude, you're not a super fly. Dude, you're like the baby face killer. It's like, yeah, but man, but one day I might not look like a baby face killer. I might not look like this forever. I'm like, dude, then you become super fly. For now, you're the baby face killer. And, you know, we, we exchanged some messages back and forth. And, dude, like, marketing-wise, he's, he's, done, he's done better than most. He's done better than most. He's a smart kid, man. Yes, he's, he is. And he's receptive. He's coachable. T- he's so coachable. And let me throw in another huge – that kid is a huge draw. He markets himself he very is, well. He is, exactly. He goes out there and tries to finish fights, and he sells the shit out of tickets. People will right. pay to see him. Yes. That's why, and that's why we love him. And he's a good fighter. Speaking of big draws – yeah, the Texas kid, Michael Aswell, is taking on Frank Mino. Now listen, and I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but if you think you are good at selling tickets and pumping up no. what you do, you need to call Michael Aswell yeah, exactly and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" Because I can tell you, he is doubling. I've told some of everybody. I've told some of these fighters what he does and how he does it. I broke it down to him, but I've yet to seen one that sells that much. You have, granted, you, granted, you, have he, to be, you have to have the capacity to grasp the concept. That's a lot of shit to deal exactly. with. Exactly. You know, like that's that's a, a lot of stuff. Selling tickets isn't easy. It's a lot of stuff to deal with, but you got to be willing to do it, and it pays off. If it you want to get to where you say you want to go, that's part of hey, the game. Now, now, shout out to his dad. His dad does run a lot of, of what he does and hustles those things for him. Team but as Michael well. is also busting his ass in the gym and – I mean, he goes to business to business. He's making sure that people know his name, know that he has tickets. He sells those tables, and he's undefeated. Like he, and he's a senior in college, about to finish his engineering degree next how year. How crazy is that? Props to Aswell. Aswell, and we Aswell talk, Jr. And we, and, we talk, and we talk about that, too, because he wants to be in the UFC, but he's like, I just don't want to be in the UFC right now. So he just knows. get me experience, get yeah. me fights. I got to finish school first. I want to get my degree. 
if I get to the UFC once I get my degree, great. And if I don't, I got a degree. I'm gonna make a hell of a lot of money doing it. Hey, you know? hey, so side note, uh, Michael Aswell, give me a call. I I, I own your website. TheTexasKid.com. I own that. So who was that on the last card? I own a guy who wanted to be the Texas Kid. I own a few nickname websites. I'm just saying, I own a few of them. Uh, so yeah. Hey, but and then also, guys, uh, Ricardo Evangelista taking on Jose Evans. Yeah, Jose Evans. I, you guys haven't seen video yet. Oh, so there's so there's some things that Eric gets to share and I b- back and forth with, with with each other, mainly you know nudes, but it, it, it's mainly uh, it's all this fight stuff, man. Nudes, tons of because I don't think people realize that like we can't just find a name and go let's let's get that guy. You got to find the name. Yeah, then you have to go through and see is he available or this person right, available. Right. Then you have to watch a fight. R two, R three. Are they is, even is worth, worth bringing watching. in? Yes. And let's see if this guy's going to come in and hug legs right. or if he's going to throw hands. And this fight, you do not want to miss this fight. First of all, Ricardo Evangelista finished his last opponent in, I don't know, seven seconds. Um, Jose Evans moves like a middleweight. Yeah. Like, he is extremely fast. But again, Ricardo Evangelista is built for well, this. I've talked to people that have sparred with Ricardo, and they said, man, when that dude hits you with a jab, yeah. like it's like he's throwing he's a power. hard right. Yeah, he looks like everything about him would hurt. Oh, dude, man, yeah. Matter right. of time. It's a matter of time for Ricardo Evangelista, I think. I, I mean, yeah. And remember, thing, he's early in his career. When too. you look at the UFC division, they picked Juan Adams up at how many fights? Yes. Fights? Oh, four, four. Really so, so, early. Yeah. So when really you have heavyweights, if you've got six fights and you got a good record, I think oh. you got a great chance. Yeah, I'm I mean, not speaking for them, but I, I felt like Juan Adams was rushed. He but he wanted to go though. He wanted to he go, want to go. But I mean. It, it, I, and, I personally and feel I, like he was rushed. I mean, how many fights did he have before he went to I mean, so he's he, three. He had three fights. Three fights in legacy, right? No. He, he had, he like, had two, three for, yeah, three for LFA. Two for me. Wasn't it? No. Had, no, three. He had, he had three amateur fights for us. Oh, he left me when he turned two, pro. Two, yeah, yeah. Good yeah, you yeah. weren't good enough for him. And, and then two with so, legacy. Hey, so and listen to this. Off to the races. Juan Adams, when he went to Contender Series, Consender. had a grand total of six minutes of pro fighting. Yeah. Six, six minutes. Of I remember it he well. finished so, his contender I was shocked. Yeah, he, and then he is. No one got out of the first round as a pro uh, until Chris De La Rocha, his fourth fight, and that was his first fight in the UFC, and Juan beat him in the third round. Uh, and then you know he ran into you know some really really hard opponents, but for the first Juan's first five pro fights, basically he's four, yeah, five pro fights, dude. He hadn't. He never got out of the first round until his last one, and he hadn't completed. Basically, a full fight. Right. Yeah. He he had never been to the decision. Never been to a full fight. Only been out of the first round one time. So yeah, as as a heavyweight, dude, you get three and oh, four and oh, you've got a shot. Now you need to be a little smarter about it. Is it time to take that shot and move up there and go, or is it let's sit back a little a, a little bit? You know, and I I don't think if you went back and told Juan. Hey, are you ready to go? He would say no. Juan oh, is of course, he's a fighter. He's Juan a fighter. A, he's going to tell is, you he's ready to go. Yeah, and everything that had he's, he's been under our umbrella, I think it may have gone a little better for him. Maybe, maybe. Now, to be to be fair, you know, he was fighting on LFA, which at that time, you know, that was fourteen, twenty six, and thirty two. He was. They were fresh out the gate. They were hot. He had good opponents. He beat Bryce Rattani Coe. He beat Dwight Gibson. He beat some some pretty decent guys uh, to get there. Shout out to my guy Chris Rose, uh, who took that fight on like an hour's notice. Hmm. Um, and props, but, props for that. But yeah, Juan, Juan didn't have anything else to prove really in the regional scene at, at that time. 
even it was hard to find fights for him then. Back then, yeah. Yeah, it was hard to find fights for him then. And if you remember, you know, you had him fight. He fought four times for you. Yeah. For four times. And how many times did it, like, I think, I want to say the June Bonnaby and the Roman. Those were all round ones? Oh, yeah. He had one go to round two, those first fight, Jordans and Dejas. Yeah. Like, when he went to the UFC, that dude had only been another first round one time. Right. Like, he's got more experience now than he did before he went to the UFC. Um, I think if if he does get that shot back, he's he's going to well, be granted amazing. that the talent level is way bigger now than it was back then because it's growing every year. Oh yeah, obviously, hundred yeah. uh, percent. Hey, also in this card, our, our TMF champ Shaquem Richardson returns to take on Cody Walker. Shaquem uh, the belt. Richardson. Hey, to be to be clear, that is his belt. Yeah, there is he, no. He's never defending yeah, that belt. That's yeah, his yeah. belt. We, we do need one to clarify MF because there's call outs happening yeah. and whatnot. That, that was a one off. Like you call out all you want. You're that's a kidding. one special yeah, TMF the, and the, the TMF was a one off, one and done. He wanted. We're gonna come up with something else, I guess. On right? the, hey, talk about the TMF. I had told these guys, man, y'all got to stand up and bang and knock yeah. each other out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he, won by, yeah. he won by triangle. Well, you remember how long? But to his defense, he didn't initiate the takedown. No. He just did what he had to do on the ground. Remember exactly. How long you had that belt for too. Oh yeah, man, that belt sat in my office for like hey. three, two years. Three yeah. years. Thanks to COVID, like, I, make I mean, partly, yeah, partly was... thanks to COVID. We had big plans, and then COVID happened. And, hey, uh, so also on this card, kind of rounding out: John Herrera, Santiago Guzman, Solomon Amadeo, and Sam Kilmer, and uh, Logan Urban and Montreal James. Guys, watch out for Sam Kilmer. Talk about a kid. Uh, this is another kid. 45, 55, 70, 75. Yeah, Whoever we care. send him, he's like, I'll fight I'll anybody. Him. Just get someone to say yes to me. And we got uh, Solomon Amadeo. I, I don't know. He's a kickboxing champ out of M- Montana. I don't know where, where that belt came he's from. from which, no, he's from Dallas. The, okay. I th- oh, is, is he bringing his belt? No, he's not. He's not walking out with his belt this time. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a guy bring out his bootleg belt to a cage uh, down our Edinburgh show. Yeah, that's- yeah, don't bring don't bring your bootleg belt to a Fury show, <laughs> and then, please. Uh, Logan right. Urban and, and Montreau James ran out the card at one seventy. Only one so. belt that matters. That's right. Exactly. Fury. Amateur if you series, don't have a Fury FC <laughs> championship, <laughs> if you don't own a Fury title, don't bring a belt to the cage. Right. Not to this promotion, man. So starting uh, talking about amateur series. Tell me about what's the goal of or what's what's going on with that the amateur series we're just developing talent we have the 612 card uh-huh. it's got four title fights trying to make a fifth title fight uh four title fights are on that june 12th fury amateur series card uh it's hayden how, Breyers. it's how we cultivate talent for fury fc though i mean that's that's like well so it's a proving ground so yeah exactly. it's a, it is a proving ground so go back to Cage Combat, we had that for so many years, and yeah. then Cage we Combat, re-branded it. we got rebranded yeah. to Fury Amateur Series. Uh, so if you look at Fury Amateur Series, what are we at, 38 coming up? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually probably more, but we had yeah. started with Fury Amateur Series 1. Wayne came in at, what did you come at? Cage 17. Combat? Cage Combat 17. 17. So if you would have just picked up the numbers, we'd be at like 70-something. Exactly. But anyway, it is a proving ground. Like We look at the talent, uh, and you have a better chance – of signing with us for four fights going into Fury FC as a pro. Right. If you come through our amateur organization. Yeah. And, you know, for us, it gives us the ability to one control talent. Right. Like we're able to say, all right, like when you look at, I just pulled up a random one. This was Cage Combat 27. It's Alaska Vell, Juan Adams, Alonzo oh, Sanchez, man. Rochelle Malik, to Alonzo Yadier. Sanchez. 
Yadier De- he went in the army. Yes. Oh, that's right. No. Navy. Ah, really? Navy. 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 Yeah. Navy. Yeah. Yadier Deville. Thank you for your service. Um, uh, shout out to my guy David Olvera picking up a win there. Um, and uh, Bruce Whitehead. All these guys were on this card and are now pros. Hey, go back to Cage, uh, like Cage Combat Two or something. We had Jeffrey Neal. Yeah, yeah, Jeffrey Neal <laughs> taking on Levi West. I think was he that? fought Levi West. He fought yeah. Levi G. West. I haven't heard that name G. forever. Marrera. Yeah. Uh, sadly, Tapology doesn't go that far back for you. It only goes to Cage Combat <laughs> Seven. That bullshit. Uh, but hey, you had Ryan Span, Ryan Hollis, Ryan Span was Superman, my middleweight champ. Ryan Span, yeah, uh, middleweight champ. I mean, all these all these guys fighting fighting on these cards. And so what it does, it really does allow us <clears throat> to be able to cultivate talent. Right. You know, and and the hardest divisions, females, heavyweights, we're able to like get them some fights, push them a little bit more, give them the avail- availability to actually like fight and let us see who's talented and who we can move through and how we can get them going. And what that allows us to do is just continually build people to come up because our goal is that we're trying to push you out. We want to push you out of fury. We don't want you here. We want to push you out to the UFC. Exactly. Push it to the UFC, and when and once if, you if go, if the UFC isn't your goal, then maybe Fury isn't a good. Oh, 100 percent. We're not. I mean, yeah. if you don't want, if you don't want to be in the best league in the world, then Fury FC isn't the place right. for you. That's what I'm saying. A lot of guys look at fighting for different reasons. Like, well, I just want to make money. I just want to make money. Well, you're not going to make it now. Not, like, you got to be not patient. at this level. No, not at this level. You know, so a lot of them are like, oh, well. I can make more money in Bellator right now, and Bellator will pick me up at two and zero. There you go, or one and zero, or okay. I can make I can make more money right now at Combate Americas. They'll okay. pick me up at three and zero or four and zero. Okay, but Sounds are they really going to try and push you to yeah. the UFC, or are they just going to hold are they you, feeding you to the freaking wolves? Not only that, are, are they are they trying to build your career, or are yeah. they trying to feed their guys? That, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. you're that's right. Like, you're right. They're 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 feeding you to the wolves. They're, hey, we need we need somebody to feed to this you guy. Know, people people take it wrong and i've said it before that yes of course i want to see our hometown guys win of course i do i am a coach who owns a gym here in houston i want to see the hometown guys win full disclosure yeah i've always been behind the hometown guys we're not a hometown promotion anymore right yeah we're We're not just in houston we go across the nation so we want to see the best talent win and also people forget we don't give talent just easy fights. No, because sir. Eric and I, neither one of us want to see you go to the UFC and get flamed out. Not at all. No, what we want to see is you go there and stay in the UFC. Right. So we give you the fights to prepare you for that. So if you work with us and you just listen to what we have to say, we know what we're doing. We're going to build you up in a way that you're going to get a little harder fight each time, a little harder fight each time. And we're not going to offer you a fight that we don't think you're ready for because that doesn't help us. Squash Some people don't help argue us. that. Some people are going to oh, argue that. A lot of people would argue that. About, about us feeding this guy or feeding this guy. And let me just – Sure. Let, let me take it back to Michael Aswell real quick. Sure. You know, and let and let people say that we're giving Michael As we're feeding Michael Aswell easy fights or why he's not getting this fight or that fight. He has specifically said that he is not ready to go to the UFC. Right. He doesn't want to go to the UFC until he gets his degree. So just to be clear – we're giving him the cage time, the fights that make sense to keep him moving forward. If he wins, great. If he loses, great. He's staying with us. Right, if the right. And this is coming from his dad. If the UFC called him tomorrow and said, we want you to come, he would say no. How true is that? I don't know. I, yeah. I kind of believe him. I don't yeah, think that he would yeah. go because he's, he's more about the education and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's of course, also not yeah. in a situation where he has to go. Right. That's he, not he's even, not in that situation. He doesn't right. need the money right now. 
So, or he might not ever need the money once he graduates and gets his degree and stuff. Right. Yeah, that, but that's not our. That's, that's not. That's not our cross to bear. So I've spoken him, yeah. with his management. I've spoken with his dad, and we have a plan to get him there when he gets out of school and he's within that six months to a year, and he's ready to go to the UFC. I want them to look at me. I need tough fights. He's gonna start getting the fights that are gonna make him be like shit, man. And it's I'm not, not really like he ready hasn't for this. gotten tough fights. No. He's he's gotten some tough fights. He's got yeah, some guys. And remember too, like some of his fights. They've been last second replacements, right? That, that have come in, um, right? And listen, I mean, the last got, part. Shout out to Kyle Broadwater took the fight yeah. on a week's notice. Yeah, Dude, he's on got, a week's man. notice. He's got and Kyle's tough. He's, he's got Slayer. He's got King Frank Slayer. Mino this fight, okay. right? And Frank Mino ain't no punk. No, he's not. Frank Mino was undefeated until he came to us. He and, fought and, Josh Altum. Dude, he fought Josh Altum in his first fight. No, oh, he's three studs. Ash, yeah, studs. I, I tell you, yeah. like when you look at. Who you've had to fight since coming to Fury, that dude's had one of the roughest roads. Yes, he has. And, and to be fair, when they were matched up, each of the matchups made sense. It was like 3-0 and versus 4-1. and You know, it right. like made sense. And each each time, he he's had some tough struggles. So, But this is a kid who, if he can keep it on his feet, dude, there's a lot of problems for people out there. Right. Like, they don't call him the bulldozer for Aswell no doesn't that. have an easy fight, this fight. It's a Not step up in competition. And, you know, he's training hard for it. He's out there at Glory with Kraus. He's training back here at home with at Metro with his team. So. Hey, before we get on to our next part, I just want to give a shout out to some of our some of our sponsors real quick, man. Make sure you guys check out Space City Collective, um, Space City underscore Collective. Wayne, you ready to throw them feet up on the, the feet up there? Wayne, what you got? Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, look at that, Diego. Look at that, Bad. A little bit, not a good camera angle. Not a good. All I see is the bottom of some. Not a good camera. Retro. Are those K Swiss? Anyway, I'm showing you these K-Swiss. Hey, hey, make sure, make sure you give those guys a follow. There you go. Hey, K-Swiss was Yeah. The there you go. Hold on. There you, all right. There uh, right. Easily, man, the the, the best. The best Jordan. For, oh, the Jordan 4? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Retro Better four, than man. Jordan 1? Easily. Well, yeah, I'm okay. a one Easily guy. the best ever. But I love that. Like, one's, that's probably the I had that pair of shoes when I was in second grade. Yeah, ones and fours yeah, are hard, hard to pass up, man. I'm that much man. older than you, man. You're, what grade were you in? I guess I am. I was like seventh. He just, he just had more money. Hey, you just didn't get your pair till no. you were hey. hey, so make sure you guys check them out. Christian Guzman, his brother, man. Uh, Space City Collective. Right. Um, the best, man. Whether you're looking for like limited shirts, gear, whatever it is, make sure you go, go by and check those guys out. Uh, private Label Bags. Made some amazing bags for us the last few shows. Uh, check them out again. That's Private Label. Howlerhead. Of course, the brand. Which one? Which, which one's my camera? Right. Which one? Which one is my camera? Was over here. Okay. All right. So Howlerhead. I, I was actually handing that to Wayne to pour in his cup. Oh, banana flavored whiskey. It was worth a shot. It's Eric. Ab- Thank you, brother. Absolutely amazing. Um, watch out for the Howlerhead TKO combo of the night coming back up again this week. Um, our guys out at Sheath Sheath Underwear keeping our ring girls sexy every show. Sheath Underwear. They pay our bills. Yeah. They. Do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for all, all the support you've given us over the years. Uh, Bump Box. Our guy Trey, back Trey Trey on Roof. He's, coming. he's coming soon. We're gonna get yeah. Trey on the show. Yeah, hey, uh, we, are, are we getting the guest list? We're not doing guest list yet, but Trey, the truth, he's got to be one. He's got to hey. be like near the top as soon as we can. Obviously, he's handling business right now. Shout out. Hey, if you're a fan of like not just Houston but good people, oh, go Trey's give Trey, Trey, Trey the truth a follow, man. The, Every the time there's something going on, he's out there on the front line trying to help people Every do whatever time, it is. Man. Please go out, give him a follow. Make sure you support his brands. Whatever he's got going on, Man, support, he did a support good job those guys. With Rodeo Houston. Oh, he was awesome, dude. Rodeo awesome. Houston. You name it. You name it, man. Trade the truth. He's there. Whenever people need him, 
He's there. Shout out to Ace's Exhaust. I need to go see those guys pretty soon. I, I, yeah, I need my truck to sound too. better. Ace's Performance Exhaust, man. Who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing somebody. I did so well up until Shout out moment. to the Ring Card Girls. Shout out to the Ring Card Girls. We have clean, none of clean athletes. None of our none of our regulars this week. I got a special for clean athlete. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to talk no about this yet. Yeah. No. I saw Lindsay. I thought Lindsay. No. Uh, Audra. Audra was sharing. Audra's been sharing everything, but but Audra, her, if you don't come, don't share. Audra, <laughs> Audra's been like out of I'm action. For Audra, like, yeah, she was out of action. For, I mean, she's like, back. Going to like motocross or something. She's or what? back. She's she's back in action. Um, she might join us in New Orleans. I don't know just yet. Uh, but we'll, oh, we'll New Orleans see. isn't big enough of town for Audra. <laughs> what about so, Sarah? New Orleans, big. Sarah, you there. hear that? You gotta listen. You gotta listen. We need, we need you. Sarah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach Audra, out later. Lindsay, um, those are those are like those our, are our three. Know. Hey, yeah. and and like Original. our newest, our Sherry newest Hart. sponsor. Oh, Sherry Hart. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, Sherry yeah, Hart. Sherry Hart. She's, um, she's been around for a little bit. Edit, edit that out. Pull that out. I don't, I don't need that in there. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, so, hey, uh, so, hey, let it be heard. Rich Burmaster just said Sherry Hart and pull it out in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Beep. The wife I have to go home to, who will stab all of us right now. For uh, you'll be leaving and leaving the bulldog. Yeah, yeah, yeah but bulldog will stay. I never heard Rich Brown hey, say he wanted to. Official clean athlete, guys. They're our newest sponsor to come on board. Absolutely amazing. I use their products in all my gyms, uh, both my gyms, the cycle bar that we run during the day. Um, it's hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer, disinfectant you can spray on your machines, everything. They are absolutely amazing. Check those guys out. Official clean athlete. Um, they are. Awesome. They're going to be here th- this weekend as well. Now, I think we've hit everybody. I think right. so. Guys, make sure you give us a follow at Fury Fighting on Instagram. Instagram. At Fury FC on Facebook. I guess on Twitter. I don't know. I was about to say, is anybody managing I Twitter got it. account? Because For whatever so, reason, like, I hate Twitter. Hey, so, so I have a cesspool of social media. Like, I really hate hey, Twitter. Hey, shout out, shout out. I don't, I don't recall your name off the top of my head, but I'm hitching up after this podcast. I have a guy who reached out who works for two pretty large promotions not promotions but like mma websites he's like dude i'll come to you guys twitter and he gave me a number i was like no and he gave me another number. i prefer walker you prefer walker, prefer walker. <laughs> hey shout out to our guy walker man ulc fight pass uh walker is our representative like like he's the guy who handles all of, all of fury fc for ufc fight pass uh walker we love you and your beard we love ufc fight pass we do, we do love ufc dude, fight man that's probably one of the best the best we love it one of the best things i did was get a contract with ufc fight i pass. was gonna say bringing me on board yeah whatever well i mean you know they go hand in hand sir I ufc mean. fight pass is awesome like if you don't have a subscription to ufc fight pass you are missing out You're missing out and they were i don't know if are they still doing the yeah the free so week? yeah so right now you can still go and get a free seven day free trial uh, it's their summer of insert UFC, whatever tagline they use, but UFC Fight Pass. And you go there, you get a seven-day free trial. Listen, every MMA brand, whether it's Pride, UFC, WEC, I think they have Strike Force on there. Strike like, Force, like yeah. everything you want to see. WEC, but most importantly, man. Fury FC. Yeah, if you go you can, in there, you can type Fury FC and go back to our first event. Yeah. How many events have we done there already? 16. Dude. Yeah. So hey, so was our first. Listen, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you guys a little a little sneak peek behind the curtain here at, at how Mr. Garcia over here works. Um, so when you sign up with Fight Pass, you're given a number of this is how many shows you're gonna do. Yeah, and we lied. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't lie. I just we embellished. We embellished. Well, it wasn't really a lie. Yeah. We just. I just worked harder than I thought yes, I was capable yes. of working. Right. Initiative. what happened. Initiative. Initiative. And so, that is the only way anyone will ever succeed. They, give a, they gave us set number for this amount of the year, and we 
double it. Well, we, that, is that all? Is that all? Well, I think we st- we started in March of twenty one, and right. by December we were twelve. We did twelve from March to December. Yeah, and then we redid our deal, and we started. The first show was February sixth, right? And we're eight shows in from February to June, right? In four months, eight shows. And I think if you look at our schedule, we still have like eight, yeah, or nine more, yeah. Which we're we're already over our. What well, we're supposed to have, yeah, right? commitment. We, we, yeah, those guys over there, though, man, they're great, and I talk to them on a regular basis, and they're like, "Hey, we'll figure it out. We'll work it out. Y'all are doing good." And they've also done Make a great job of letting us know that they're committed to us as right. well. Right? Yeah, you they know, have. they're committed to, to to the Fury brand and watching us grow and seeing what we do. Yeah, and it's been awesome, man. Like I, I can tell you, from our our first show, I remember the first show, and I, you know, I, I think the guys at Fight Pass would understand this. The feedback afterwards, like it wasn't an easy meeting. No, Remember? It was not. because oh, not at all. Bit, oh, oh, it was. Man. It wasn't an easy meeting afterwards. They, they, they hear this all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody. But, yeah. But what I think that we did right away afterwards is show two. Yeah, dude, we, we did. I, I kid you not. We didn't really have a meeting afterwards. Yeah. It was that good. Like and the they, changes and they, from one and they to the said, next. if you don't hear from us, yeah, if you good. don't hear from us, you got you guys. No did news great. is yeah. good news. No news is good news. And I remember going out there. We went out there before we even had a deal. It was in December of oh, like twenty. Yeah. Yep. It's in December of twenty twenty, and I remember going out there and meeting with the VP, and we went we went and had a couple of drinks, and we yeah. were just talking. He was like, "Hey, do you know how many organizations co- uh, promoters come to me and they say, man, put us on, like we're gonna do this and that and." He's like, man, I have probably like ten plus organizations that haven't even done one show and they're that I gave a deal to. Ready. He's they're like, please ready. don't be that guy that promises time. this many shows, yeah. right? And you don't come through. And then, like, we had a conversation like last month. He's like, hey, dude, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing too much. Hey. You're doing too much. Yeah, you know, but but that again, I think Eric, that speaks to your drive and and what you want from day one you know, like since 2010 since you started training and all those things like yeah. like that drive hasn't changed whether it was the fight where it was the drive to fight the drive to succeed the drive to be in the gym the drive to provide for your family and now it's this drive of you know we talk every day and it's fury is going to be fury is going to be a worldwide brain yeah like there's there's no doubt in my mind i i think where we're at and with the drive we have behind it I mean, we're literally barely over a year in, and we're already talking about what we're going to do in 2023, 2024. Yeah, we're already planning. Cheers to that. We're planning that schedule. We're planning that yeah, schedule. Okay, already. Cheers to that. Shot on that one there. Worldwide brand. You heard it here first. We're hitting the West Coast. We talk July about 8th. this all the time, yeah. but you know, we're, we're talking about it publicly for the first time. I mean, so we hit the West Coast July 8th. We've teamed up with uh, Jeremy. Yeah, uh, five, hey, five, nine, five, man, shout five, out five, my guy. Five, five, nine fights. Jeremy Lucha. Awesome, dude. Like what we were doing here for our amateurs. He's killing it. Dude, over his amateur dude, shows. He sent us videos of his amateur shows. It looks better than 90% of pro shows. Yeah. He's doing 90% of the pro shows I've seen across this nation. I've been very fortunate. I've worked for a lot of different promotions and I've traveled around with these things. And dude, he is crap. When you showed me that was an amateur show, I was like, are you shitting me? Like, dude, he does, this- And he does one show every month. Yeah. At the same venue in California and they're packed. Killing it. So we're teaming up with him. Uh, he's helping knock out this amazing undercard that uh, that we have. And awesome, these these fighters that he knows there from California. So 7-8, we hit California. Vasali, California, we're going to make it happen. 6-26, we're in my hometown, baby. We're in New Orleans. <laughs> Making it happen with an absolute banger of a card. 
Like this card in New Orleans, I shit you not, is one of the best cards we've had. I'm gonna give you a quick rundown of this. Mo Miller and Joshua Weems for a 135 only, that's title. That's it. That's the only. Are you shitting me? That's the only fight you gotta say. That's all you gotta say. From Mo there. Miller, Just be surprised with everything. Else. Hey, the Mo Show, the Mo baby. Show. That show, amazing. Weems and Miller is gonna be amazing. I don't even know how we're gonna fit all of the amazing fights onto Fight Pass. Like we've got to figure out. Like, damn, let's move. How this many are there right now? Two, um, four, seven. Eight? We usually do eight. Oh, there's eight. Yeah, yeah. Seven to eight. Seven to eight is is a good we number. We usually squeeze in eight when we're only supposed to do six. We've got eight. Yeah. We have four of the nation's top 125 prospects on this card: Eric Shelton, Nate Smith, Carlos Azoya, Cleveland McLean. Four of the best 125ers in the nation. At the end of this little series, we're going to figure out on the next run of shows who's going to be our 125. Yeah, champ. because. Of the- Go to this coming weekend. We got Paris and Paris. Anthony Doe. Anthony Doe. Go to California Paris and we've got Gianni Vasquez. Yeah. I mean, we. Hey, our 25 division, dude, it, if you're not a killer, don't don't ask to be in don't it. Don't bother. Go to, to third. And the belt is vacant because Dana took uh, CJ. CJ. Yeah. CJ, I mean, CJ's made us proud, man. man Dude, shout out to CJ. Yes. It was so good to see him and CJ's get the hang yes. like in San Antonio recently. I don't, I don't know yes. if you guys know, uh, this, this will be a cool little stat. In the world, he is the 29th ranked fighter in the world. That's all. How crazy is that? No, that's how crazy, crazy is that's that? Fucking and awesome, that that man. is that is just two years ago. Yeah. We were watching this dude fight in San Antonio at Cowboys. The it, CJ Vergara fought Jonathan Martinez at Cowboys Dance Hall for us in the dirt. In the dirt. In oh, the dirt. back rodeo. Yeah, those were the days. The I hey, remember, they, I they got like that. George Strait That's playing in the background right. while people are struggling well, was, and yep. like choking each other. <laughs> I remember, I, remember when I, I was watching his contender series fight when he when Mick told me, hey, I'm taking CJ to contender. I was on a flight home from, I think, Colorado or yeah. something. And I bought the Wi-Fi and I was like, please. And it's not cutting out or whatever. And I'm watching him. I'm, $8. I, dude, I went $8. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went crazy when I see him give that kid a knee because CJ was the underdog. Yep. He was yeah. supposed to lose that fight. You know how crazy? When you think about our champions that's left, you know, I, Ike. Yeah. Hurricane Ike. If, Hurricane if, and, and this is most like to anybody. If you had told me three years ago that in the next three years, Hurricane Ike would not only win the Fury FC belt, go to the UFC and have a run. The dude had a run had a in run. the UFC. I, yeah. I told you, you're high as balls. What are you talking yeah. about? And a it's not going to happen. Isaac, Ike had been fighting for, I don't know, 80 years? A long time. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. like, sure, like, it felt like it. It's a I little remember, break. I remember Ike and uh, Justin Ledet at IMK. That- oh, dude. Dude, remember Ike and Chico? Yeah. I, I, I remember there's so many crazy Ike fights that guy. Ike and Larry Crow. Like that dude fought everybody, and he's he's a he's a oh dude, he is a great (laughs) testament. He's a great testament to like just keep grinding, keep grinding. (laughs) The one that got away, double leg straight away. Uh, Like he's just keep grinding, and you you will get there. It doesn't matter at age. It doesn't really matter all that much. It matters for some of the younger guys, but it it doesn't matter all that much in those heavier divisions. It does to a degree, but I mean, if they've got a story to tell, if they put asses in seats, what promoter is going to want to turn that away? Remember when Dana came and did looking for a fight? And he almost didn't take Nikolai. Right. He specifically didn't want like, anybody not, over 30. I'm yes. not really I looking remember, for 32 exactly, year olds. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I got a closet full of Russians. Yeah, I'm guys. a big fan yeah. of him. I am. <laughs> Benil Darius happened to be there. With though. their last name ends in OV. Right. I don't want right. And he's one of Benil Darius's guys. And that was the and thing to put the over deal. the top with right. Uncle Dana was this so guy's worth a shot. He's how good you are, how you market yourself, and who you know. Look at Trey Ogden. 
yeah. on his birthday on Crazy the wrong man. side of 30. Oh, man. The wrong yeah. side of 30. Yes. Goes out and puts the performance of his Dude, life on yeah, in front man. of Dana. Goes yeah, up there and dance like, happy fucking birthday, bro. You yeah, heard the UFC. The UFC. That's you know, a looking yeah. for a fight I, I won't ever you, forget. I can tell you now, like from the, um, a matchmaker standpoint, Staying next to Eric in the back, and we're standing there, dude, and you know what's coming. Yeah. And you still hear Joseph Holmes, you're going to the UFC. Trey Ogden, happy fucking birthday, you're going to the yeah, UFC. Yeah. Dude, it's hard. Now. You're like, all right. <laughs> all right. Dude, it's like, <laughs> all right. The, yeah. It's an opportunity that we gave somebody yeah. to change the rest of their life. Exactly. Now, now that we put you there, you do what you got to do to stay there. Right. And look what Derek Lewis did. Dude, man. Look what Derek Lewis has done for himself. Main man. evented in his hometown. Regardless Dude. of the outcome, fought for the title against Daniel yeah, Cormier. Yeah, man. Like D- Derek Lewis, but Mick set though. Like I'll tell you this right now. Put him in there I, with I think legacy. It's pretty easy. Derek Lewis is the greatest MMA fighter to ever come out of Houston. Yeah. Like what he's accomplished, right? And there isn't a soul on this earth outside of Derek who, if you had said that six years ago. He's like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. This yeah. is the same dude whose pants fell off and he was ass cheeks were on Rakeem Cleveland. Yeah. I don't I don't think so. And shout now, out to Rakeem, who we still Rakeem talk Cleveland. to on a daily yeah. basis. Rakeem. So Derek is that amazing story. To in my in my mind, he's he's the best fighter to ever come out of Houston MMA. Right. By yeah. far. He's accomplished more than no one else fought for world titles, headlined the UFC in their hometown. That walkout that he had. When he came out against uh, Cyril Gone. Gone, Cyril Gone, yeah. The crowd. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, uh, the energy in that crowd when he walked out. First of all, man. shout out to Cyril Gone for trolling everybody. Cyril Gone trolled <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. if you don't mention Still it, tipping. I will, Dude. man. We were pissed, man. Me and Anita, we heard that song come Still on. Tipping. And, oh. Still t- there, was was no way that, there was no way they were going to let Derek Lewis walk out first. Well, well and for, I remember looking at Eric, and I'm like, when you heard did, that song, Derek, like, this, is, is Derek coming Derek's out? coming. Derek's coming. The out whole this. crowd's getting yeah. hyped, and all of a sudden, hey, Don walks out. I was like, oh, shit, I love Cyril this dude. Gone yeah. For trolling Houston. Yeah. But then, man, that buildup, that letdown. You thought. You thought that was the pop. Dude, that wasn't the pop. The no. Derek Lewis pop for walking out was insane. So, Unbelievable. So I can when he fought in Austin and he came back and beat whoever weird name dude, he beat that guy and that pop was insane. But the one here in town, he's too. fighting in Dallas, maybe on July 30th. Yeah, he's on the July 30th card taking on. So let's get Texas fighters. So Derek's fighting in Dallas. Yeah. Adrian Giannis is fighting in Austin. I think Matt, June 18th. I think Matt Schnell is who's now a, a Texas fighter. Who are the, who are our Texas guys right now that are in the UFC? I mean, or Houston guys? Let's just say Houston guys. So Der- Derek Lewis, Alex uh, Daniel Pineda still on, on Pineda. The, yeah, he's Alex Morano, Alex Morano, Adrian Giannis, Romano Martinez, Matt Schnell, Matt Schnell, trained Trevin Giles, Trevin Giles. Who am Jeez. I missing? I know I'm missing somebody. Oh, I'm sure we're missing somebody good too. If you if you expand to Dallas, you got Kevin Holland. Dude, yeah, expand to Dallas, you Mark Kevin Della Holland, Rosa, Steve, Montana Della Rosa, Stephen Peterson, Stephen Peterson. Um. Raheem, Raheem Abrisman, okay. Carlos Diego Ferreira, mm-hmm. um, yeah, down south. Jeff yeah, Neal, Jeff Neal, Jeff Neal, Jeff Neal, hands of steel. Yeah, dude, Just look Raheem Ramirez. Talent is insane, man. Yeah, man, it's insane. Combat sports in general, man. Texas is a breeding ground, man. There, you know, I think you look at in this. Someone's going to be upset by this. I don't care. There's Sorry. three states that trump them, man. You've got Texas, California, and Colorado. Like those three states. 
Well, because Colorado, you got Factory X out yeah, there. Yeah, Factory X and Elevation. You got Elevation yeah. 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 Genesis. Cranking out people. Yeah. Yes. Cranking out people. Yeah. And then California and Texas are so big, kind of like by default. But, but if you look at our roster, we've got at least 20 how, from Colorado. How crazy is it? To, oh, yeah. From Colorado. Oh, how crazy it used to be that back in the day when we would talk about, I say back in the day, Jesus, 12 years ago. <laughs> back in the day last month. It doesn't feel like Back in the day last month. Man, yeah. you, know, you know what's crazy? The best fighters to ever come out of Houston at that time was KJ Noons. Yeah. Who was kind Sugar of like, Yeah, he was kind of just average. Sugarland, yeah. He was just average. Mike Swick, who was at Bushi Barn, who really, really nobody knew a lot about that guy. Um, and then a few years after them, Andrew Craig got his shot. Yeah. Who went first? The Daniel went before Andrew. Daniel did. Pineda Daniel went Daniel, first. Pineda, yeah, because and then they fought fought on the same card. Yes, they yeah. did. And I remember sure being at a either it was either a Fury event in Number or a Cage Combat, and we had it on the big screens. And I was like, "Hey, we're not opening the doors for thirty right. more minutes." Was, was that the Australia card? Maybe. Yeah. So Andrew fought Kyle Noak. That was Australia. Okay. Yeah. So so Daniel Pineda, uh, spinning back fist, knocked out Gilbert Jimenez for us at Legacy. Got yes. called up like right after that. that. Yeah, because he was a two division champion. Like, yeah. dude, Daniel Pineda. Hey, that oh, Ray dude. Blodgett. He, he, dude, Ray Blodgett, dude. Yeah. God, so many good fights back then, dude. Yeah. So he went on. I think Pineda went right before Andrew. Andrew came right after that. Um, and then they both had great runs, man. With that, if you're living in Texas and you need to go see these fights live, you got to go purchase a ticket and go watch it live. For sure. I mean, I have a, no, no I argument at the right table here on like, that one. Yeah. Like, let me yeah. let me take a drink for that. Hold one. on. I mean, would you rather pay, I don't know, 50 bucks a ticket and watch them at the regional local you level? Gotta, you, have to ca- you have to catch them now before they get to the big Or show, do man. you want to go yeah. pay a couple hundred bucks Bracket to rights. watch them from the cheap Bra- seats? Bragging the Toyota, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. see them yeah. now. Yeah. Support them now. Bragging rights. Hey, I'm actually going. I'm taking my dad to... UFC Austin on June 18th for Father's Day. It's Father's Day weekend, right? Father's Day weekend. That's yeah. cool, man. Go Where are your seats, Eric Garcia? Oh, I'm in the nose. No, uh, of course not. <laughs> of course you better, not. Yeah, I would you do that to my good dad. Seats for dad. Dad Dotson, he's in the no. middle. We're on the lower level. He's in the he's in the middle. Yeah, we're on the lower level. Hey, I I, I tried to go to the UFC with Eric last time. We were outside. <laughs> He's so cheap. Yeah. Hey, to be fair though, we had the worst time getting home. Remember? Have you ever seen his shoes? I mean, that's I why. I mean, yeah, it's K Swiss. It's a lot of K Swiss. <laughs> New Balance. It's, hey, it's a lot of K Swiss. I like K Swiss. New Balance with the Velcro. <laughs> New Balance. Uh, hey, is there anything else you guys w- w- want to g- go over today before we get done? I know we're gonna. We're oh, gonna I'm not done. Another episode soon. I'm. De- hey, we, I got one bottle of Howard to finish. Are we oh, done? Oh no, we're not done yet. Hey, shout out Avery Wilson. Who had a dude? These hands. Talk about oh talk God. about a hey, debut. You, you want to talk about these a heavyweight hands. that moves like a middleweight? Jesus, man! You dude. know what? I, and Avery, please. I hope you take this correctly because I found you, and I love you. That dude is is like what Roy Nelson would have been if he was athletic. Yeah. <laughs> like that dude in a spinning back fist. Will he grow he a mullet? Hold on. Back fist. He finished that fight, and me and Wayne were sitting next to each other, and he dashed across that oh, cage. Yeah. And jumped straight up and sat on one cage panel. Then he dashed this way, and yeah. and I thought the fucking cage panel was gonna dude, fall on yeah, me. Yeah, man. I was like, man, if this it dude crushes me right now, unbelievable, dude. Like he, his quickness, he's he's relentless. These hands, Avery Wilson. He fought that fight, and then he got signed with Jason House. Yeah, Meridium immediately. 
And he's about to be on his way. Dude, he could I, I be tell you a what, better hands I with Jason found Howell. this He's kid. about to be on his way. I don't Jason say Rich found him, and then he asked me for approval, and I said, of course. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not how we do things. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, not quite. Oh. Eric, what do you think about this guy? Sir? Yeah. Can I, can yeah. I put him on? Of I course. Yeah. I, mm, Let's do it. Anyway. That's some bullshit. So, <laughs> so yeah. Dude, I saw this kid. He was 5-0. and oh, As an Amy, yeah. As an Amy, and then he had one fight. For LFA, and he lost that fight. And I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "All right." So when you talk, when you talk about it, he had one fight with LFA, he wasn't under contract. He was an amateur. Oh, he, his amateur fight was yeah. He was an amateur fight. Okay. So what? I don't know if LFA didn't know. Avery knew. He had already signed his contract to sign for us for four fights before he took before he took fight. the amateur fight. And he asked me, "He's like, hey, can I take this fight?" Yeah, yeah. And what are you he, gonna? I mean, you're not gonna tell him no. And then he loses this fight, and I'm like, oh damn, oh, this dude's fuck, coming we should have told him. of Avery, so <laughs> he's he, messaging me right now. He's like, August 14th. Yeah, he's like, hey, you want to fight? Oh, him? Avery's coming back. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's ready yeah, to he's go. Put on a show or something. Um, dude, watch out for this kid, dude. There's so many amazing fighters in our division. If you talking about not just division, but like if you look up our prospects, guys, let's say under four fights, like Avery Wilson, Cody Steele. Oh, yeah. Like, Zachary man. Borrego, Isaac Moreno. Zachary Borrego, Isaac Moreno. Are Isaac you shitting Moreno. me, Isaac Moreno? Isaac Moreno. Moreno. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. He's next. Yeah, that is. dude is not fair. So it's a matter, <laughs> like it's a a matter of time. But, I mean, who, who's going to get out of the first round with Isaac Moreno? And you talk about all these guys, and we put them under four-fight deals. Yeah. The benefit of them having a four-fight deal, they know where they're going to be fighting. They know the guys behind the promotion. They know we're going to guarantee them four fights in twelve months. Right? Why wouldn't you want a four fight deal? Hey, and why and wouldn't you? To to speak to that, no one, no one is putting on shows to our level as consistent as we do them. Right? Like all across. So if you're not injured, we will keep you busy. Exactly. That's it. Bottom line. If you're not injured, we we will keep you busy. No. Number two, we're building you the correct way. I am not going to take Avery Wilson. And say, Avery Wilson. You want to fight Juan Adams? You want to fight Juan Adams, right? No. No, we're going to find a guy for the couple fights for him to fight. To his credit, I bet Avery would take that. Oh, he would say, yeah. Fighters are their own worst enemies. We have to save them from their own selves many times. Exactly. Hey, and to speak to this, I know it's been brought up before. Oh, a little Hollerhead over here. Just yeah, there's yeah. that bottle's not Splash in yet. Hashtag Hollerhead. What? What? Are we out of the... Coke already? What no, there's, the is there none down there? There's, this thing is empty, you oh, cheap bastard. Yeah. You brought four Cokes for. <laughs> uh, they drank uh, so, them all on so Memorial I, Day. I've been man. asked this a few times, like how we do title fights. <laughs> right. Listen, well, we our had, goal. We had a schedule. Are we? We had uh, protocol. We right, did. right, right, right. And, and we're sticking to it, kind of, for the most part. For the yeah, most we part. are. Ten fights. Ten. Fights. You need to have ten wins. If you have ten wins, you we can gotta have ten fights. Ten <laughs> fights, and have to be on a three fight win streak. I have right. jokes. I have jokes. I'm gonna now. Back. Now there is now there is sometimes where the circumstances the circumstances call that the one side may not qualify for that. Obviously, right? yeah. Okay, listen, man. Our job is to put on fights and build the prospect. If, if that prospect deserves the title fight, but the opposition doesn't. Sometimes we have to make that judgment call then and take care of it. So, but listen, get ten fights in. We'll talk about a title fight. If you have four fights, don't ask me about a title fight. You're not going to get it. And and also, let's talk about a, just real quick how we. Coke over there? What, what if what if Michael Alexander right asks us about a title fight? The fridge, Michael. Look, Michael Alexander gets hyped. Like, like <laughs> listen, hey, listen, Michael. I love that dude. Michael, I hey, I love Michael Alexander too. Is man. on his second four fight deal with us right now. He's hoping by the time he's done with this one, he'll be eight. No, 
and then he wants to do one more four. Then he wants to do yeah. one more four, four fight, fight deal, deal before he goes in. He springboards off to the UFC, right? There yeah. you go. Yeah. So hey, he is. I love that excitement. Like like we as Eric and I are very picky on the backside. I mean, after every show, we're watching rewatching every show. We're watching it for Dude, stupid, I go home simple mistakes, and I watch the event the same night. Yeah, I go back and I get in bed and I put my headphones on, and I watch the the whole Fury show from that night. And Brian, from from uh, the producer standpoint, he'll start getting text messages that night. Hey, man, yeah, what do you think about this for the next one? What do you think about this for the next one? Or how, Tara how like told me this? she hates your Brian headphones. does not like to get no, all, well, I gotta all put the pictures. Headphones on he doesn't like the pictures. He does. He, he could do without. Put a shirt on. He's like, yeah. More bulldog, please. Yeah. <laughs> more hey, bull- but, but speaking of how we decide who's going to be on fight pass, and I'd always have guys like, how come I'm not on the fight pass card? Oh, uh, the way we the way we line that fight pass card up, it depends on how many heavy records are on the card. Yeah, if yeah, I've got yeah. twelve pro fights and eight of them have more than five fights each, if you're a Four and O guy fighting an O and one guy, you're probably not going to make the fight pass. Oh, you're not. You're not. You're not. And 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 you got a great record, but I can't put the O and one guy or the O and O guy unless the top half of the card doesn't have right guys that have heavy records. You're so let's say you're you're a four and O guy. I offer this weekend's card. Yeah, I offer you a five and a five and one guy. You say no, and then you end up fighting a two and four person. You're not on fight pass. You just took yourself off a fight pass. You're not on fight pass unless there's room right. for that fight because there's not other guys with heavier records. That makes sense. So Anthony Doe is eight and four. Paris. Pe- is six so and what one. you're saying is people don't want to watch you make your professional debut on fight pass. No. Yeah. Well, there, listen. There's exceptions. There's okay, always okay, exceptions. So he, 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 I mean. Here's an exception. Ricardo Evangelista. He's only two and one. He's fighting a two and zero oh guy. Fighting two and zero oh guy. Ricardo Evangelista gets more likes on one single post. Then most fighters have followers. Right. Like, like the, the dude does business right. Are you saying people will pay to see him fight? People will pay to see him fight. People will pay to see him fight. And our viewership probably on UFC Fight Pass will be high. Right. Because people are going to tune in and watch Ricardo Evangelista on Fight Pass. I don't blame him. Same thing with Cody Steele. Remember when Cody Steele made oh, his yeah. debut? Steel, Cody Steele as a grappler? Yeah. Dude, he's been... He's accomplished so but he, much. But he's fun to yeah. watch. Oh, man. yeah. No he, doubt. He's not like one of those guys that'll hump your leg against the cage for five minutes and get out of the ring. Well, let's look at they did they reshare his knockout as an amateur for the yeah. title? Yeah. As an amateur. And that's not that that card wasn't even on Fight Pass. And as an amateur, yeah. he and made he wanted that knockout. Yeah. yeah. He wanted that he knockout. Wa- and Cody Steele's not just a grappler. No. No, like, of course not. No, great no. hair. Great hair, by oh, the yeah, way. He's got, like, a, great he's got a great set of hair. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so, not as good as Wayne. From a, he, he no. can do better, but no. you know, not bad. No, I mean Wayne, Wayne's like give it twenty years, bitch, and then see see if you're still hanging. Woo! In your <laughs> All right, so coming up, we got six twelve. We got we got six five six five six twelve six twenty six seven eight seven eight, and then we get a week break because Eric was nice. Those are dates. He gives he gave us he gave us a week off to recover. Yeah, we come thanks. Fury Amateur Series. Fury Amateur ju- Series seven seventeen. Yep, and then yeah. eight. We go into August, uh, 8-14 will be our first August pro. card, Yep, uh, pro card. And then we'll probably add an amateur series somewhere we have eight, in there. We have eight twenty one San Antonio. Right. Yeah, so we're it. building all these cards, guys. We're building nine, eight. Nine, 18, 18 is Dallas. We're, uh, yeah, back 19, Dallas. we're back in Dallas. We're back in Dallas, yeah. Building all these cards, like we're going to close out the year strong. Um, 
Listen, if you don't have a Fight Pass subscription, get it today. Get it. It's free. For, for, for the seven people who are listening right now, please go ahead. Seven. That's a lot. I gave I gave us two additional than I thought was two. listening. Two. Um, hi, Mom. <laughs> so uh, We're going to come back with these weekly. Yeah. We're yeah. going to start bringing in guests. Yeah. We plan to do guests. Let us know who you want to see on here. I let don't Wayne know. know. Don't should, don't let me know. I don't want. Should, should I don't we do like listen, I get enough. Me- I get enough messages. Don't message me about that. Message. I mean, so message, do I, message I mean. Wayne Lejay, and then he will. Hey, listen. Don't message me who you want to see on the podcast. No, but like, like, don't ever message me that you're pulling out of a fight. Yeah. Ask Fury Unleashed. Don't message hashtag Ask Fury Unleashed, and let us know who you want to see on here. Listen, I can tell you from Instagram, it's either going to be Juan Adams or Junior Maranajo. How do you say his name? Junior from New Orleans. The, 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 I was about to say, that's the New Orleans guy. That dude gets more retweets. Yeah. Oh and like, I kid you not, there was he's 100, got, He's got a fan base. He's Listen, got a fan base. I have a private Instagram account. I have a private Instagram account. That's, and when that's I, where he sends this, his this is only This yeah. is only fan account. He's all dick dick Listen, and when it's had, just him and a bulldog. <laughs> and when I, yesterday, I went to my Instagram account. And there was 186 message requests. And I would click on a couple of them, and it was all this junior we guy. Want, we Why? want junior. On the Why? New Orleans card. Don't click we, on hey, those. We are Eric, trying to match those. junior. I didn't. I just we went to, yeah. like, uh, edit. Delete all? Delete all. Yeah. But I knew what they wanted. I shared yeah, a couple of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, actually, we're working to get so this guy. So, they want to see card. junior. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're working to get this hey, guy. Hey, so, so we got big things on the horizon here for Fury. Um, this isn't going to be a one-and-done show. We're going to try and do this show at least once a week. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have some special guests. Come on. Who do you want to see on here? On this show? Alex Morano. I'd like to see Alex Morano. Yeah, that would yeah. be a good one. Yeah. We should talk I about like, I like Alex Morano. Some feelers. I, dude, I love the He's great got life. a great haircut. Uh, you like great whites. I don't think you should be careful with that one. Be you got a great sports car. Who this do you like? Alex? Yes. What's he driving now? What's he driving? Okay. Nah. Alex he's got a Camaro. He's, he's, got a V6. he's got a V6 he Camaro. He, no, he's got to order him for a Corvette. We talked about <laughs> oh, this. Oh, correct. Nah. I'm sorry. For a new one. Okay. Uh, see, Corvette. I was about to say, there's custom. a big custom. difference. Big yes, difference, yes. sir. A if custom I, Corvette. I'm sorry. We'll tribute that with Alex. If I could have one guest that we could talk to and drink and hang out. Mick Maynard, dude. No, I don't think uh, like, I don't like, think Mick's allowed to do the. Podcast. I, 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 I don't think famous. I don't he's think too he's famous for us to do it. You know, we used to do a radio show with Mick and Dingo and, and the boys. And Dingo oh, and the boys, man. But we know, Dingo. but we know Mick. Yeah, Mick. and yeah. we know Uncle Dana, and I think Uncle Dana will make an exception. Who knows? Rule. Maybe one day. Maybe one day we we're, on we're a fight pass. Maybe, maybe so. But man, when you talk about like talking MMA with somebody, oh yeah, Mick's the guy. That dude's knowledge and listen, I Eric will tell you, I don't give that dude credit for shit. Like I think, <laughs> oh, he hates rich. <laughs> He's he married a scarecrow, and I don't Woo! know. I don't I know. For, I was waiting for the shot at Andy. Yeah, Maynard to come in. I, I don't know. I was waiting for that. I don't know how they created the kids they did, but congratulations, genetics skipped over whatever it was. I know their kids are beautiful, um, but like he would be amazing to have on the show. I know he probably can't, but him or Alex, man, would be my guess. Diego, who do you want to see? Derek. Derek. Yeah. Derek Lewis. Yeah, he's a big what guy. About you, Wayne. Don't say no wrestlers. Woo! Nature boy Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to throw that in just because I know you don't want to hear a wrestler. No. Uh, first guess for me, if we had to bring somebody in, I, I want to bring Juan Adams. Let okay. him come on here and plead nice. his case himself. Nice. And he might try to take his clothes off. He, might tra- he, he might, probably would, but he, he wears the romper. He wears the romper, so it'd be a quick undress. It wouldn't take up too much time. We could like pan the cameras away, and then we like move on to another subject. But 
One Adams would be a good guest. Uh, Alex Morano will be another good one. Y'all y- 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 stole Alex Morano from me. That's fine. But uh, maybe Raheel. I like Raheel. Let's like bring Raheel, Raheel in. He'd I mean, we need to, to we need in. to represent his people. Yeah, for sure. As long as he comes mm-hmm. with a bag of Lululemon. A bag of Lululemon. What, what, what do you think? You guys. If you had to pick someone. Uh, man, I want to talk to some coaches and stuff in there. Oh, and, man. Drew Ratajczyk would be what? great. No, no. Well, Drew would talk all day. No. Yeah, no. We'd ask I one know. question. I he know. Drew would never you would ask never. Drew one question, he's going to like coach you through the whole fight. I love that, dude. But goddamn, we all love Drew Mr. Perez. Mr. Perez. Oh, he would be What about about Who? Mr. Who? Perez. Yeah, safe. Wow, Misty, good. Misty Perez. Matt Wald. I, I kid. Jeremy. I kid. We love Chris Jeremy Bob. Mahon. Yeah. Jeremy from yeah, War- sure. Jeremy from War would be good. Oh yeah. Lester Jeremy Mahon. Shout out to my to my professor. Yeah. Crew yeah, Bob. Right. Jeremy five. Mahon. All great choices for a first guest. I mean, he's a crayon eater, but whatever. So is Diego. Oh, sometimes, I, <laughs> sometimes I just want to pick the brain of some of the coaches and some of the fighters on. Why they say yes and why they say no to the matchups yeah, that we offer. Yeah, man, for sure, man. Hey, that's and one of our biggest dude, pet peeves, right? It is, it is, yeah, for sure. Dude, if and I Drew offer you a fight check, and you say man, no, like, I want to know why. Like, the dude's got the same record as your guy. Don't waste no, my time. But, but no, but we can't do that because dot, 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 fill in right. the blanks. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to have Drew check on. He's one of the guys that, like, man, during the fights, I just shut up and listen, man. Yeah, I did, yeah. If his fighters did, they'd be more more successful. Well, and then if you look at Drew, he's such a positive guy, man. As soon as the fight's oh, yeah. over, even if they lose, that's all right, man. Oh my god, yeah. you're not lying, you man. Good? All of his guys, like he never has whenever his guys lose a fight, I'm not calling names. Whenever his guys lose a fight, they're the first ones out there congratulating their opponents, like patting them on man, the back, hey, raising their hands, like wow. So I I used to train with Drew at Militage Fighting Systems. Like we all we all kind of started in name Houston, drop Houston together back in the day. Same we'll that up. Shout out. That's you know, So, um, dude, he's never not been that guy. He's Drew. always been this super positive guy yeah. um, who where you're training. And, dude, you know you know what it's like. You're training. You're cutting weight. You feel like shit. Like, right. you don't want to do this. You don't want to be at the gym. As much as you love fighting, you hate fucking training. Yeah. You hate being there. I need to get back at it. And man. this dude... And Speaking this dude of, was always the most motivated. He would he would pull guys off to the side. <laughs> Say how long ago this was. Colin Wright had not had a fight yet, even as an amateur. And he would sit off on the side of the mats, and he had this book. I think it was the Eddie Bravo book, or it might have been uh, the Dave Camarillo book. And he's off on the side, and he would Cameron. he would read these jujitsu books. Colin Wrightwood. Colin Wrightwood, and he would come on the mat, and he would try to do it, and he'd go back and he'd read the fucking book again. He'd be like, "What the fuck? Where would I go wrong?" <laughs> and then he'd go back out there. But during this time, dude, we had we had Chico, we had Jesus Rivera, we were all there at that Jesus. time, dude. Jason Sullivan, everybody was there, and Drew was the spirit who would walk into the gym, man, and make like, everybody smile. Everybody would smile. And yeah. he's never changed That's that. True, man. And I and I've told him, you know, I, again, I love where he is in life. I love that man. Yeah, and I'm same so, here. So so happy for that. I've got no homo. so no, much all homo. love. <laughs> all homo. Hey, hey, I have so much love for Drew Drew Tychek. Slight homo. Slight homo. Say that while you grip the mic. <laughs> hey, so I know it's too before, big. My hands are too small. Before we get out of here in a little bit, uh, we need to again thank our sponsors, man. Space City Collective, Sheath Underwear. Is it Sheath Underwear or just Sheath? I thought it was sheathunderwear.com. But they That's make a- shirts and everything now. Yeah, they do. They, they make, they make everything. so much more. Yeah, they're doing uh, everything now. Official clean athlete. Make sure you check out Space City Collective. Make sure you check out Bump Box. Howlerhead Whiskey. Thank you for the amazing whiskey for oh, today. Oh, um, woo. Aces Performance Aces Exhaust. Performance Exhaust, yeah. Bullprinting. Don't forget. Bullprinting at Fury Fighting. Don't forget the podcast. The podcast. Hey, guys, if, if, if you like the show, man, first of all, give us a review. 
take 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 oh, one man. second one second of your day please yeah leave us a review just a review let us know what you don't like let us know what you like but let us know what you don't like and man. share share it share this podcast when, when we post it you want to see fury grow you want to see more stuff from us you like hearing diego talk about jeremy eating crayons guys listen just share this share this podcast and we're going to keep doing it pumping out these programs and you're going to see more and more content with wayne leger El Jefe. My my name has the crayon eater and myself. <laughs> You're no longer Wayne Leggett. You are Wayne Leggett. GD. Hey, I'll take it. Hey guys, before we sign off, anything else you want to add? I'm good. Diego. I'm good. Wayne. Time for talk is over. <laughs> this was unleashed the fury. That's a wrap. Ladies and gentlemen, the following content. And now, make some noise because the time for talk is over. It's time to unleash the fury.